Hey guys, welcome back to Headline News with Resistance Chicks. We're your hosts, Leah and Michelle. It's Friday, which means we're going to bring you the top news stories from this week, which have been so much like dripping with news. Okay, first of all, Ron DeSantis finally, after standing outside of the pool with his Did little life vest, Santius? Ron DeSantis. Did I say okay. Santius? Santius. Whatever. I mean, I kind of like him, but whatever. Well, I think it's because Trump calls him sanctimonious. He does, actually. He's been standing outside the pool with his life vest on, finally dips, dips his toe in the water, like, okay, I'm going to do it. And Everybody's he been knowing in. he's going to jump in the pool for the presidential race. I have a lot of really good thoughts on this, by the way, that oh, might are surprise they? you. Yeah, okay. yeah, I do. We also have this week Target is being boycotted because not, ju- not just because of their transgender tucking swimwear, but because it was designed by an avowed Satanist. Yeah, you got to bring Satan in there. And then they're competing with the Dodgers, with Bud Light, and the North Face for who can be the wokest. So we're going to bring you that and so much more today on this week's Headline News. Don't go anywhere unless you're going to get some popcorn and come right back. All right, here's the deal, Leah. Yeah. First of all, I don't really even like the North Face because they're too expensive. It's just kind of one of those, like, elitist brands. We went into a North Face outlet once, and it was like, I can't afford the most clearance thing in here. Well, technically, like, I could, but I choose not to. I choose not to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, uh, my, I I would be able to afford that thing. Yeah. But not, like, on a regular basis, like, where I buy my clothes there, I buy my jackets there. Like, it's not going to happen. You know when we pick them up, though, and I'm I'm not going to lie. One. We get them at Goodwill. Yeah. We have done um, that. Yep. But Sec- I don't like second, the... Secondhand, secondhand. I don't like the company because I feel like they are... Well, they cater to the snob sometimes. I think that you're picking up something that they're laying down. I feel like there there are there's something about certain companies mm. that you just can kind of get a feel for them. Mm-hmm. Like with Target. Mm-hmm. When when was we don't shop at Target. We barely ever go into Target. We've been boycotting Target before it was cool like in the 90s because they supported abortion, uh, abortion right? Well, <laughs> I didn't think that this ad I'm going to show you from the North Face was real. Because when I do think of the North Face, I do think outdoor of hiking, climbing mountains, winter. Like even the coloring of their clothes has it has it like kind it's of a, a muted, fresh natural tone. Yeah, and then they stick a transgender clown in the middle of the forest With a and basically saying "Bye, North Face," and it's cruel to my eyes. Okay, because. Honestly, when I think the North Face or if I think of Columbia or Merrill or any of these outdoor brands, I want to see a mountain with like white peaks and some nice pine trees or a river or something, not a clown. I hate clowns. You know what I would be interested in finding out, though, because you you mentioned like uh, Columbia and Merrill and stuff. I don't get the same feeling from them that I get from the North Face. They might not have the same prior to this commercial. Well, let's watch this commercial and then I want to hear your thoughts. Hi, it's me, Patagonia, a real-life homosexual, and today I'm here with the North Face. We are here to invite you to come out in nature with us. Wow, this is nice. We like to call this little tour the Summer of Pride. So come outside and celebrate the beautiful LGHGTV community. This is pretty gay. I am so offended by that commercial, and here's why. Because I get that you and I occasionally get a little valley girl, and I think our tone kind of is sometimes that way. 
But if I came on and I did the show like this, would you even watch my show? Does this exemplify what a woman really is? I hate, stop. I find it offensive. Like yeah. I am offended that that's what a woman is to men. But the face, the, the face. No, 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 let's just think about this. Two homosexual men, that's, or not even just trans, whatever, like that That's is what a woman queen. is, a drag so, queen. But he where says, is I'm date? a real life homosexual. Like who cares a real life, like what, a fake one? It's very strange. Um, if, if you want equal rights, then present yourself respectable. Like this is what, this is what, if I, if I truly, let me do you better. Okay. <laughs> All right. If I'm coming from your side and I want to push an agenda, you know what I'm going to have? I'm going to have two dudes hiking. Come on, man. Right? And yeah. maybe, and if I wanted to push the envelope, I might even... Two dudes, two nice-looking dudes in some nice-looking shorts, outdoorsy-looking guys, maybe a couple right. beards, okay? Maybe, like, a Jeep in the background and have... If I wanted to push the envelope, I would have one proposed to the other. That's what I would do to push an agenda. That's what I would do to, if I, I were I would them. have them have a kid. Or, yeah, take a, yeah, walk around with you would have them. Yeah. And and what you're that would be normalizing homosexuality. That ain't normal. Okay, if I see that thing walking in a forest, Run. I'm getting out my bear spray and I'm running. I'm running the other way because aliens have invaded and I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm calling Will Smith. Okay, because we're we going to need we gonna need some help up in here. Here come the men in black. So here's the deal, though. You hit the nail on the head. I was thinking Independence Day, but okay, yeah. And that, more, that is more men in black. <laughs> Aliens. I wasn't, yeah. I, nowhere on any planet will anyone, any woman, any sane person, male or female, be out in the woods hiking in that outfit. That is the op. Why didn't they put? If they here, here's the thing. If you're going to do transgender, then put them in a nice North Face outfit. Exactly. Like so the North Face making good. those kinds of clothing now. But here's the thing. You're not going to wear your stupid wig if you're hiking the Himalayan mountains. First of all, it's going to get hot. Maybe the Himalayan mountains might actually be provide some warmth. I despise what you have just done to nature. My nature. It is my nature, my trees, and you put a daggum clown with rainbow skirt and whatever was on their face and whatever was going on with that wig. It was unnatural. And it it, it, it made me despise the, what I viewed because I love nature. I love going out in nature. It's peace and, peaceful and calm. That's the annoying person playing... Um, Makaraki music that make him the, the Mexican, first of all, you know, what I'm talking mariachi about mariachi band, mariachi music at like 12 o'clock at night, and you're trying to sleep in the middle of a campground. Like, that's the kind of like, you know, no one wants to hike where that guy's out there, like no. gallivanting. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to wear calm tones, okay, and blend in. Speaking of blending in, Target now. Now, Michelle and I, we did a whole episode on this. We did. The Target uh, transgender line of clothing with complete with just is straight up ugly. A swimsuit. This is this is so disgusting to that that would restrict a little boy's wee wee to try to hide it, which I don't think you can in a swimsuit. 
okay. No. Um, and to try to hide it so that people think that he's a girl in a swimsuit. And it gives instructions. We talked about this with the binding. They have the chest this binders is unnatural for girls. to do these kinds of things, yes. Men should not be doing anything weird with your wee-wee. Women should not be binding their chest. Girls and, and boys, they're, this is, I think the reason people have allowed Target, Target's been rainbow pride for years. Yeah, it was, this you was go not in, surprising to me. Not. You go into Target in June and you expect rainbows. Yeah. You expect pride stuff. Right. And people were kind of, people were okay with it. People were generally okay with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. They would make fun of the, here comes the rainbow month, right? But this is harmful to children, like harming their bodies. And and people do draw the line between harming somebody's mind and harming their Beyond body. Beyond that, though, uh, when they included the Satanism yeah. angle, and it, it was de- designed by a Satanist. So a girl. It has Satanist um, a trans male all over it. A trans male woman. Right. Cut her hair off and took some testosterone, and, and she's a designer. And she love, she supposedly loves Satan and says Satan loves will accept your pronouns or whatever. There were a real tarot cards on for sale. Target this shelves. Is part of the line, yeah. So this this is this is I think I'm glad because we always say this when Satan comes at you with a pitchfork and horns, it's way easier done, to identify than an angel and, of life. And then what we need to do is stop and recap and mm-hmm. say how did we get here? And was Satan here long before we thought he was at Target? So Satan was at Target long before the transgender Target Satanist so designer. True. Okay, let's yeah. let's roll this uh, clip here. Target because I heard that their new Pride collection was out. So let's take a look. This is a special swimsuit. It is invented for tucking. Live, laugh, lesbian. Are they amoebas? These don't even look like people. Queer, queer. This right here. These are baby clothes. They say that grooming isn't happening, then why are there pride baby onesies? Trans people will always exist. This is the ugliest shirt I've ever seen. I don't care if you're queer, why would you wear this? This is ugly. Kids go into a a pride parade. You get a little pride skirt for your kids. Super queer. It's It's like a superpower. Honestly, Target, what is going on? This is pretty disgusting. A whole collection for pride. The tucking bathing suit, though. Th- this is something new. I have yet to see a bathing suit that is for tucking. I just want to point out how hideous the entire line is. Pretty ugly. Like, it, it's cruelty to transgender it's children. cruelty to your eyes. I keep seeing, every time I saw that, the one These are our options. The, this like is what we get. The black shirt with the green sleeves. I keep thinking of those really ugly St. Patrick's Day shirts that come out. Mm-hmm. They're just god-awful. Don't buy them. Don't buy them. You're right. So it's ugly clothing. Why would a pride rainbow be grooming on a baby's onesie? That's an excellent question. Do you want me to answer it or do you have the answer? Oh, well, I didn't know. I thought it was more like a more redundant question. It would be grooming on children because they want to groom children. It's a very simple answer. No, it's not. Well, no, it, why is that? People want to know, well, why can't there be, why can't you put pride? Why can't you put rainbows? Because as we talked about on our show, homosexuality and lesbianism 
is a sexual preference. When you say you are gay, when you're saying you're a homosexual, you're talking about homosexuality. You're not talking about men being men. You're not talking about women being women. You're talking about not talking about just normal everyday things. You see a gay person walking down the street, you wouldn't know any difference. What's the difference when they tell you, I want to have sex with men? So when you have a pride rainbow, a baby is saying men can have sex with men. It has nothing to do with innate human Humanity and who you are. Are you a mathematician? Are you a doctor? Are you some? No, homosexuality, lesbianism, LGBT, all has to do First with of all, sexuality. I think you just mean gay and lesbians, because homosexuals are okay. lesbians are homosexuals. So why you would not put that on a baby's onesie is because what you're talking well, about you is sexuality. Why not? That wasn't your question. You're saying why did they? That was your question. No, I said, why putting, why is it, if you put that on there, why is that grooming? Oh, I missed that question. Okay, I, why would you consider a rainbow flag on a baby's onesie grooming the child? Why couldn't you put, isn't that just everybody's accepting of gay and uh, gay people? No. When you put, when you get kids involved in the rainbow, you're getting kids thinking about homosexuality. If you want kids to just accept people, you just tell kids to accept people. Although I want to push back on this a little bit, and here's why. Not uh, on what you're saying is valid under the umbrella of what we grew up with, which is just homosexuality. However, what they are stating now is that children can literally change their gender, which may not necessarily end up with them being a homosexual. Okay, if they changed their gender to some to X, Y, Z, I don't care what you want to name it, and yet their biological sex is still attracted to the opposite biological sex, that doesn't, they're not, they're not a homosexual. It all has to do with sexuality. But they're saying, no, it's just who I am as a person. It's how I want to when express myself. When it comes to trans, the T. The transgenderism is what I'm saying, which there was a lot on those shirts that was talking about transgenderism. However, we didn't get a chance to show you guys. We then did on our show earlier this week. Don't make it because LGB that it's it's called bisexual for a reason. Right. It's called lesbian for a reason. It's called these because they want to have sex with the but same once, what gender. I'm saying is it's once all you hit, sexual. Once you hit the trans part. Okay. Mm, that would they be they are it. then saying it's just who I am. But the whole rainbow is myself. all one. But as like I was getting ready to say this week when we did a whole episode on this, so we don't need to like go too long in it, but in that we were able to showcase a lot of the actual shirts. There was one where it was all very skeleton-like. Many of them were very skeleton-like, very satanic, very death cult, where one is a skeleton adult reaching down with some light to a skeleton baby, like child, which again, they're to, to showcase what you're talking about with the pedophilia, that is the be-all, end-all goal. And you make a hugely valid points for everything that you're saying. I'm kind of playing devil's, literally, devil's okay, advocate. Okay, then, then answer the devil's advocate question about why even talking about transgenderism is grooming of a ch child. Well, that's not... No, you're not asking me a question about trans... You're saying, uh, why I'm saying, is it? I'm saying that the LGB... And so your question is for me is, why isn't it? No, I'm saying I'm saying that it is grooming a child. Why? How is that grooming of a, a, a child? The That's transgender. Not asking me to play devil's advocate. I'm not asking you to play you devil's advocate. You just said, "Oh, you're playing devil's." No, I said, "Answer your devil's advocate." Quit. 
your devil answer your now answer your devil's okay you advocate. want me to put back in my my michelle role Yes, I want you to answer yourself. I want you to, okay, so somebody comes at you and says exactly what you just said. Right. Well, no, kids can change their gender. This has nothing to do with their sexuality. Yes, it is grooming, and this is why. Because whenever you go to confuse someone's gender, it's going to confuse their sexuality. And as they grow into puberty, they will be very confused. And as they advance into adulthood, everything is going to become completely hypersexualized. Because when you go to change, your gender is irrevocably tied to your sexuality. Exactly, because we're talking about something. This is this is sexuality is something that we are all born with. Right, okay, right, right, right. we are all born with organs, sexual organs, and they are targeting little babies, saying that the sexual organs you have been given may not be the sexual. You don't talk to a baby about their sexual organs and or what they're no. going to have. So you're making, when they when they go into puberty, you don't make, get to talk about to kids about about. How you certainly don't get to talk about kids about and have them wear things about well what my sexual organs are going to be this or that that's what they're doing in these transgender uh, surgeries. The be all and end all answer to your question is this leads to either chemical or physical castrations, which are sexual in nature and that is grooming. When a doctor goes in to cut off sexual body parts of a child or an adult. That is sexual in nature, and especially when it happens to children, it is pedophilia, it is genital mutilation, and that is why it is grooming. If you tell kids that they can change their gender, you, in my, that is, that is sexual molestation. Yeah. If you encourage the, if you encourage that a child is going to be a boy or a girl, those people are pedophiles. They're grooming children. Why though? It because it is sexual molestation. Because it's causing the child to be hyper focused on their sexuality sexual organs. that they don't even have right. de fully developed yet. Exactly. And then they have to think at eight, four, five, six years old. Sexual thoughts. Exactly. How, how? Well, what if if you put a kid, an eight year old kid or a ten year old kid, on hormone blockers? You have to tell them about sex. You have to tell them about yeah. the pleasure. You have to tell them, well, you won't be able to have this, and you won't be able to have that. And that's it's all. Literally, sexual. When I see Desmond the Great dressed up in drag, that child has the look all over of a of a violently molested child. Hundred percent. Okay. Speaking of molestation of your mind, and I know this is hard to get through, guys, but we have to talk about it. It's, it is the worst thing that they're doing to kids right now. 100%. It is absolutely the worst thing. Then this next clip is so diabolical. There's, there were clips that I couldn't show you. The Jesus on the cross one? Yeah, did you watch it? I did. Okay, so the, L, the LA Dodgers baseball team, if you didn't know, they disinvited a group for Pride Month that crossed a line because they were mocking nuns and mocking Jesus. They mock, they, they dress up as nuns. They mock Jesus. They, they were essentially pole dancing around a cross with a man on the cross as Jesus. Yeah. And there was a guy and on another man pole dancing around, around, Jesus. it was so sexual. And these are these, these nuns, yeah. they disinvited them with uproar. They invited them back. Now there, there is a tremendous amount of backlash because actually, whether you know it or not, there's a lot of Catholics that they have offended Hispanics and things like yeah, that in California. And I hope that the Dodgers cease to be a baseball team. Watch this clip. Are the LA Dodgers about to give a platform and award a group who has a member who's a child's ex-offender? The LA Dodgers invited the Sisters of Indulgence in order to give them the Community Hero Award and then disinvited them after backlash and has now re-invited the group. It's time for Dodger baseball, this time with nuns. 
Today, the Dodgers doing a 180, writing in a statement, we have asked the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to take their place on the field. Sisters of Indulgence have a member named William Travis Dees. Dees was busted by a group called Houston Mass Resistance doing a drag queen story hour for children. Even after he was tried and convicted of sexually assaulting four children ages four, five, six, and eight. William Travis Dees is seen here holding a rubber chicken, which is reportedly an expression to show an adult man's love for underage boys. Travis Dees is also a self-described sex worker. The Dodgers didn't care about the group openly mocking Jesus. And they've been doing that for a long time. Will the Dodgers still award a group who has a member who has sexually assaulted multiple children? Now let's move on to Target and their relationships. After backlash, Target has reportedly ended their relationship with the Satanist and self-described trans demon. But even after all this, has Target not learned their lesson and partnered with another one? Really good questions there. So yeah. So he made a really valid point. I mean, there the lines that they're crossing may really bother us with the pole dancing around the cross of Jesus. But if you have someone there that literally has been convicted of molesting children, so now the LA Dodgers are condoning actual pedophilia. Men who dress up as women have a problem in their head. They are not okay. Yeah. You you, we bring up Mrs. Doubtfire all the time. So Sally Fields is looking for someone to nanny her children because yeah. she's getting divorced from Robin Williams. And he wants to be the nanny, right? So he takes the phone calls, uh, re 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 reroutes them and pretends to be all these different nannies so that they pick, so that she picks Mrs. Doubtfire. Right. And one of the phone calls is to a, like a gay transgender guy. Right. And says, I don't work with the males because I used to be one. Right. Right. And she immediately hangs up because that's what you would do. You wouldn't let them. You don't let children. You do not. And they Mrs. knew that Outlier in the 90s. Literally could not be made today. No, because even his uh, brother was brother and brother-in-law. They were gay. Yeah. But everybody knew that you don't have kids around transgenders because they are not okay in the head. Yeah. Okay. And I love that we can say that on the Bryce Young That's report. exactly where I was going. Go ahead. All right. So here's the deal, guys. If you want to get completely free and uncensored uh, programming, continue to support the Brighteon TV yes. network by going to the Brighteon store, brighteonstore.com. Use promo code chicks. You'll save 5%. I am telling you, my favorite thing, and I, I, I push this every single week, is the uh, Hawaiian astaxanthin. The king of carotenoids. It, you know, you get free radicals just by drinking store-bought milk. And what yeah. helps flush free radicals from your system other than the Hawaiian astaxanthin. So that's so a daily the thing So the iodine, the silver, uh, they've got, he actually has a new pillow. I know. A silver, it's like antimicrobial. It's like, competition. I know. Mike Lindell, I don't know what you're going to do, but I would go check it out. Go to thebrighteonstore.com, use promo code CHICKS, you'll save 5%, and you'll be supporting this kind of programming that you literally cannot get anywhere nope. else. And if you want more, Stay tuned because we, we will be right back right after this. I have been waiting, Leah. Waiting. To, I, I feel like I've been waiting all week to, well, for a really waiting long time. for a presidential candidate like you. No, not really. Um, I, I want to I say this to you guys. Okay. I don't care where you land on the Trump DeSantis thing. Like, mm -hmm. I literally don't care. I am not loyal. I'm not a loyalist 
I'm not loyal to Trump. I'm, I'm not loyal, loyal to Jesus. To DeSantis. What's, our What's one of our taglines? We got, don't we lean right. We don't lean left. We lean on the word of God. Stand okay. up straight. And, and we, so when it came to Trump, what I loved about are the you people. Let me tell you what I've been waiting all week to say. Who were supporting Trump is that they didn't. Finish your sentence. Ra him, but it was about the issues. Go ahead. Exactly. But I, listen, I'm taking a bird's eye view on this whole thing. Okay. Is that your bird's eye view? Looking down at all the people fighting. And I want to ask you guys, please do not participate in what I believe to be a completely manufactured kind of duel between Trump and DeSantis. And when I say, when I say, manufactured. Mm. What do I mean? I believe that when, when DeSantis says, you know, we're about to see in a second, like I kind of was surprised that some of the, the jabs that, that Trump was taking at me, I think he genuinely means that. But, but this, there is no reason whatsoever to be upset at Ron DeSantis mm -hmm. entering the race. He is not going to be the nominee in the primary. He is setting up a 2028 run and he's he's building momentum for that. He has to run now in order to run in 2028. So why is everyone so upset? This is not a legitimate run. And the fact that Trump's getting upset, the fact that Trump supporters are getting all upset, I can't believe Ron DeSantis has entered the race. This is just so, it's going to split the ticket. Da, 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 da. Guys, no, that is not, I, I don't know why Trump is, coming out swinging so hard against DeSantis. I, even that I can't figure out, mm -hmm. but don't buy into this. It, I don't even know, but I don't even know what to call it. What is happening right now? Well, Trump, the Trump supporters, Trump is saying that, um, he, and we'll play this on the second part of our show. If you guys watch it, the after show, the after on show. uh, Donald Trump released a new campaign video today calling on Republicans to unite behind the MAGA movement in order to win the 2024 presidential election. Trump accused Biden's puppet masters of attempting to divide the Republican Party and said polling proved he is the only candidate capable of defeating uh, Joe Biden next November. And I, I disagree. And here's why. We all know that it's rigged. So... What do you mean? You, you you can't. Nobody can beat him, but but, but with <laughs> a miracle. Come on, then. Thank you, Leah. Some people believe Trump. They will not let you win. We haven't fixed twenty twenty. So 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 talking from both sides. If you are pro Trump, all right. If you're pro Trump and you're very angry that DeSantis has entered the race, you are crazy if you think that Trump is going to win without a miracle because mm -hmm. he already lost and they we have done to nothing to fix God. it. Exactly. Do nothing to fix it. God. If you are a DeSantis supporter and you're like, it can't be Trump. The only way that we're going to win is if DeSantis um, is think, on the ticket. Let me tell you something. If Ron DeSantis wins without us fixing anything, then if he, he wins, is a puppet. then he is a puppet and he is a neocon and look out because it's going to be ugly. That's Bonafide fact. If he is against the system, he can't win because we haven't fixed the system and it, only the power of God is going to cause it to win. So why is everyone getting so upset about this? Like, that's know. where I stand on it. That's true. Bird's eye view. That's my stance. So he went on with Elon Musk on Twitter. Now, a lot of people got upset with him saying, why would you announce on Twitter? Well, why announce at a normal press? I, you know, I hate press conferences. I know. Where you're, you got, you have like all the stupid media sitting in front of you. You read a speech. They so his critics, Ron DeSantis critics, say that he doesn't have charisma. They say that it was kind of a flop. That Twitter crashed. They should have done it on YouTube. 
Um, you know, you're not going to please everybody. Right. And he had millions of people watching. I think like within the first hour, there was like 4 million people watching. 24 million people ended up seeing parts of it. Um, Megan, um, who's the chick from Fox News? Megan, what's her name? Oh Kelly. Yes. She came out and said, he has no charisma. He's deader than a doornail. Candace Owen says, Obama had it. Trump had it. Ron DeSantis doesn't have it. Um, something that Ron DeSantis does have that I don't think Trump has is the ability to actually just do stuff on the down low without making a big show of it. He went after, did you know Trump went after DeSantis because DeSantis went too far with Disney? Trump doesn't go far enough. Right. DeSantis, he held his ground on so many issues and I would like to praise Here's the thing. By their fruits, you should know them. Can we not talk about the fact that DeSantis is the best Republican governor as far as the issues mm -hmm. in the whole country? Now, maybe it's graded on a curve. Maybe he's not great. Maybe there are no great ones. Maybe you there will what? never no, be no, a great no. one. Yeah, so this reminds me of the Old Testament, right? He's one of the kings that was like super awesome, but didn't pull down the high places. Like you got everything right, but then there was just like this one thing that you didn't get right. Because so many, like all the Trump supporters have have their list of like the two things, the two bills that DeSantis signed into law, right? And they're all upset about those. But I'm like, but what about Trump and the vaccine? And this is not Lee and I shilling for DeSantis. I don't care. I am not, I'm not behind can't either candidate we, at this can't point. Can't we talk about the, the I want. I, I am literally like this, okay? Now you may get upset. Oh, Leah Michelle, you don't know just how uh, Ron DeSantis, he really is a rhino and he's, and he never would have won that election down in Florida if it weren't for X, Y, Z, da, 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 da. Okay, you've got that, but it, you have to weigh that against all the other amazing things he's done as governor in Florida. No one wants to talk about that. Yeah, all right. I want to play this clip where he is asked, would you consider being Trump's vice president? That that might be the best ticket. He sidesteps that and he answers a lot of Trump's criticisms of, of him. Yeah. Let's, let's see this. Trump, I think a lot of conservatives, you know, we kind of laugh when you hear it, but a lot of conservatives believe that a Trump DeSantis or DeSantis Trump ticket is unbeatable. Real quick thought on that and then we'll go into some, some of the, the other stuff. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think that some of the things he's been attacking me on, I've been a little surprised at because he's attacking me from the left. And that really wasn't the Donald Trump from 2015 and 2016. I mean, he was a hard charger leaning in uh, on all the issues, very edgy on conservative issues. And it was part of the reason he did so well. Uh, but when he's taking Disney's side against me, I just kind of wonder, like, OK, I get he wants to hit me, but don't take the side of a multinational corporation that wants to sexualize kids. He's also hitting me against voting against immigration amnesty. There was the good lat two bill in 2018. And he said that that was akin to voting against the wall. But that bill was a two million person amnesty for illegal aliens. Very little money for any border security. All conservatives opposed it. He did support it as president, uh, which a lot of us were upset about. But to hit me for being taken the America first position, I just think is a little little strange. So I'm not sure what his strategy is, but I think he's taking positions that are a little bit different than uh, than four or five years ago. And you know, DeSantis makes a really good point. If you are paying attention to Trump on the issues, there are some things that he's coming out hard line like we would like him to. And then there are other issues where he is literally trying to please and cater the left. So I think we need to discuss at some point the fact that um, Trump came out and blamed 
pro-lifers mm-hmm. for the midterm losses. Yeah. He said pro-lifers went too far in trying to totally ban abortion. Exactly. So that's like saying mm-hmm. that that anti-slavery abolitionists go so far as trying to totally ban slavery. slavery. Yeah. But even worse, because I talk about this all the time, slavery is really, really bad, but murder is worse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Molestation is really, really bad, but you know, murder and torture is worse. Like there are different levels of evil and slavery is something that everybody can agree on. But murder, if what if they just went and murdered them all in Africa? Right. Okay. Like that's like genocidally crazy, man. And murder is worse. People who kill babies are homicidal maniacs. They need Jesus and they need some help. And there are certain reasons that people have abortions, but it's still homicide. Exactly. And for Trump to say that that Christians, he's he, here's the thing. Trump is coming after me when when he says that. Yes, Trump is saying that if I support candidates, maybe in my state legislature, it's, it's at the state legislature. So if I were to support Candace Keller, who wants to totally ban abortion, mm-hmm. that my that I would be losing seats in the midterm, like at my fault because you're not compromising. And if we don't push we always said from the very beginning that we would hold trump's feet to the fire are we doing that no everyone listen and guys we go on with real america's voice every wednesday morning and i love the rav team they are phenomenal i thought we all agreed that we would do this hold his feet to but the fire. they but we were listening to steve bannon's war room right mm-hmm. and we listened to that a lot and i love it but they're so trumpy like they're not ever calling out anything that he does wrong. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. The vaccine. They, they have all the anti-vaccine people on, all the anti-lockdown people. But Trump hasn't apologized at all for any of that. He hasn't even walked it back. All right. So we're going to talk more about this later on our app show, resistancechicks.com. So join us there. But I do want to tell you another story this week. Very weird. Some guy went to the White House in a U-Haul, said he has bombs, didn't have bombs, mm. said he was going to blow something up. He didn't. And then they call, he had a swastika flag. And he said he was a Nazi, but he's Hispanic. Wow. He's a white supremacist. And so it, it, it fell flat because they couldn't find an, a, a white guy who they had NK Ultra or whatever. Or maybe this was for an immigration status or something. I don't know why this person would do this with the Nazi flag. But charges are being are, are being lowered and certain charges are being dropped. Even though he went and he wanted to, he supposedly wanted to kill the president of the United States. Stuart Rose, I think that's his name, the head of the Oath Keepers, gets 16 years in prison. He didn't even go into the Capitol. This kid tried to go and drive a U-Haul into the White House and gets is going to get less time than that. Wow. Let's roll this clip from the Glenn Beck. They see this truck. They got a guy who's pulled out a Nazi flag out of his backpack. They put him to the ground. Then they display the Nazi flag. Never seen that before. They lay it out nicely on the ground because they've only backed the people up a little bit. So people are taking pictures of it. Then what, what do you think would be done with that truck? I would think you would call the bomb squad and you would say, get to the White House. We have a truck. There may be a bomb in it. And you would have video of that little robot coming to open that door, right? 
And you probably wouldn't have video except from the robot because you would have moved people out at least a block away. They didn't do that. Instead, they just open up the door and then they start rifling through stuff and taking stuff out and putting it out almost like you do when you, you know, you've confiscated drugs so the media can come in and take pictures of it. They lay it out. I've never seen that before. Never seen that before. Okay, so we either have out of control police that are working for the safety of our president who should not be there because what are you doing? Why are you up? Where was the bomb squad? But then it gets really weird. Yesterday, the DOJ takes his charges, remember, charged with threatening to kill, kidnap, or inflict harm on a president, vice president, or family member, as well as assault with a dangerous weapon, reckless operation of a motor vehicle, trespassing and destruction of federal property. He planned it for six months. They downgraded his federal charges to a single count of destruction of federal property. Can somebody help me with that? They have been trying to put people who are trying to, who are extremists, white nationalists, they say, extremists. Here's a guy. He's not white, but he has a Nazi flag. He loves Hitler. He said he's going to kill the president. He actually takes a truck and tries to get it close to the White House. And you're only charging him? Didn't you put grandma in prison for the rest of her life for parading? You're going to charge him with destruction of property? Now, I'm not alleging anything because it could just be this is a POC thing. Oh, he's a person of color. He's a minority. He shouldn't be charged. I, I don't know. It could be that. Uh, everybody in Washington is on drugs. They're zombie robots. I don't know. But this isn't right. Something is wrong. You know, Lee and I are sitting here chuckling through that entire clip because Glenn knocked that one out of the park. The fact that they laid all that stuff out. Oh, in my front gosh. of the U-Haul. I mean, this oh is... Oh, my gosh. Does it get any more on the nose? Okay, so and wait. I have to fix I have to fix something. But the fact that they didn't take the, the bomb squad robot, how did they know there was no bomb? He's saying there's know, a bomb. Because they know. They okay, know. so it wasn't Hispanic. Um, he was, I guess, like, probably Indian, whether they were called Asian. Uh, Monday night, Sai Vershith Kendula. Okay. 19 years old from Chesterfield, Missouri, attempted to crash a U-Haul truck through the security perimeter of the White House. He was arrested while saying he was attempting to kill and kidnap. Because, I don't know if Joe Biden kill first Kamala. or then cap... <laughs> Which one? And Kamala. He, oddly, during the event, the Capitol Police never called the bomb squad, never moved the crowd or the media back from the truck, and simply opened the vehicle and started placing... <laughs> this is all, like... Okay, we don't have much time, Michelle. We have to like kind of do a white supremacist thing. Go get a guy, and then and then just throw it all. Uh, no, on the no. Ground. Can I? Can we play this up a little bit better? But we don't have a white guy. What are we gonna do? 
I got this guy. He's, he owes me a favor. <laughs> you think they'll buy it if he's not a white guy? He has, his parents have some immigration issues. <laughs> so uh, this is the guy. This is a guy we can use. Um, and uh, well, and then, and then, then, I, then ask me why we wouldn't, do we, should we, do we have the bomb squad come? No, no, no. We got, we have to do this now. It's got to be quick. So let's just throw it out there. They'll buy the the um the the Hillary people. Those people are so brainwashed. They'll just eat anything up. Okay, we just got to throw the flag out there. I can't. All right. So they threw. They started placing the contents, the swastika flag on the ground for the media to photograph. The entire event, including the way the authorities handled the truck, is seriously sketchy. Uh, Kendula was then federally charged with threatening to kill, kidnap, or inflict harm on a president, vice president, or a family member, assault with a dangerous weapon, reckless operation of a motor vehicle, destruction of federal property, and trespassing, according to the U.S. Park Police. However, yesterday, the DOJ, I think it was two days ago, dropped all the charges except for uh, the uh, destruction destruction of of federal property. Considering that the J6 attendees have been charged and locked up for just going around the Capitol, not destroying federal property. Not saying that they wanted to kidnap or this is, kill. This is very, very strange. So walk around the Capitol building on January 6th and you are a domestic violent extremist. Drive a U-Haul into the White House security perimeter, waving a Nazi flag while admitting you were trying to kidnap and murder the president. And you're just a bad driver. <laughs> a bad driver. All right, you guys, um, I, we want to leave enough time here. We are going to uh, sign off here in a minute, but I'm going to leave you with a, uh, a song done by J- Jimmy Levy and a bunch of other really great uh, MAGA rappers about Target. And this is how I think we win um, this narrative. The fact when that they we, came out with this song so I know. fast. Going really on the offense, showing in music and in song the, re- the ridiculousness of the left-wing agenda. Yeah. So before we before we roll that, in the last couple seconds that we have left, guys, Scott Kesterson is putting on a Bards Fest in Yuba City. We went to the first one last year. That, we where is that? What state? California. Cali, baby. We won't be there to this one. There's a couple other ones that are happening, but it's June 7th through the 10th. Go to bardsfest.com and get your tickets. If you're and on go. the West it's Coast. Be absolutely phenomenal. Go. You don't want to miss it. Yeah. I'm telling you, Shemaine Nugent's going to be there. There's a whole host of uh, other people. Chambers. Yeah. Lieutenant yeah. P.F. Chambers. Doc Chambers. It's going to change your life, so just go. Just go. Bardsfest.com. Uh, Leah, Revelation Red Pill. Every Wednesday on ResistanceChicks.com. Learn how the world's not ending in this generation. Learn how we win. We We're win. taking back taking the narrative. The we are not waiting for, you know, Chicken Little. The fi- the sky is falling. Just wait for Jesus to come back and suck us out of here. We take and dominion now. We have partnered with ITM Trading. If you guys need to get your savings out of retirement accounts or go- cash money, put it yes. in gold and silver. yes. Go to itmtrading.com or learn.itmtrading.com forward slash chicks and let them know that we sent you and they will help you get into something that's solid. Gold Gold and silver. silver. All right, let's roll this clip. Yeah, yeah. Tentinal shoppers, tentinal shoppers. There's a cleanup on every aisle. Yeah. Yeah. Target is targeting your kids. Yeah. They put a target on my back, but they're targeting your kids. They don't even need to ask because you all know what it is. Yeah, that's why I keep a strap And I'm always by my bears This agenda gotta stop Yeah, you know we gonna win When they target, target Yeah, they target and Target, target Yeah, they target kids Target, target Yeah, they target and Target, target Yeah, they target kids You know that targets, they're wrong Tryna play with these kids It's the mayor of Megaville I'm preaching again You know the LGBTQ don't win too far You know they cutting these kids They 
with scars Why they pushing agenda, promoting sexual genders I'm only rocking with bruise, don't rock with no Caitlyn Jenner You think that gay shit gon' get you paid, yeah we gon' see It's Mar-a-Lago 2024, we trumpin' baby They put a target on my back, but they targeting your kids They don't even need to ask, cause you all know what it is Yeah, that's why I keep a strap, and I'm always by my bears This agenda gotta stop, yeah you know we gonna win When they target, target, yeah they target and Target, target, yeah they target kids Target, target, yeah they target and Target, target, yeah they target kids Heard the news story, target, targeting kids They going after our youth, and yeah they do it like this If you ain't mad yet, well, then you better be pissed Let's protest until they close and they ain't gonna be missed Why they got pride shirts in the kids' clothing section Why they trying to mess with the kids and give misconceptions They manipulating minds and making evil Got little boys tucking out by the time they teens got, got depression. We need a clean up on every island. Southeast or Satan resides. Wash it with the blood of Christ. It's needed here, so don't think twice. They deal with a Satanist. We all know this is the end. God is coming for revenge. Target is targeting our Resistance Chicks, we're your hosts, Leah and Michelle. It's Friday, May 26, 2023. What have we been doing this week, Leah? Digging. Digging. No, digging to China. Literally, we've been digging get, to China. Get some of that free stuff for your... <laughs> what? Hello, down there, China! Oh, my gosh. Can I get cheap plastic thing now? Can yeah. you send right through ground? Oh, my gosh. So, we... There's um, some lava, magma, and all that good stuff in between us and China. We had a pool at one point we did right before covid well for years before covid since 2014 we up had until right right until so for six years up until the the fall after covid we had one of those index pools that you put up like the wall the walmart pool for a few years and then it started to rust and michelle said you know what these things are so cheap these poles are like 60 bucks to replace and we need to replace like three or four of them let's just get a new pool i tried to buy it, well, I said let's get a new pool, and then we found out. So we took it were... down, and we and then uh, COVID hit, and everybody bought up all the pools. We were looking for like a clearance one because that's what we had bought. We bought a twenty like a twenty four foot pool for like two hundred bucks or something at the end of one season. So then cheap. we filled in the area so we where we in. had leveled, and then we put up a. The then we moved our shed, so then we had to move the pool back and go into the ground like three feet. Um, so we've been digging. So I'm super in shape now. No, I am. You no. Show them your muscles. I, I do. Okay. Let's let's see. Okay. Show them your guns. Well, Watch out! Wait, 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 wait! No, it's not a good shirt. It's gonna hurt. Uh, yesterday I had on a better shirt. We could really see mm, these muscles. So like they were really. They're not sticking out now. Go ahead. Ooh, here we go. Whoa! Wait. wait. You're killing me, Smalls. I right. This it's really not fair. Tell Michelle has. It's, it's not fair. listen. Black people do not take this as offensive. No, I think it's a compliment. 
Okay. I always say this in my so black in high people school, just look at exercise okay. and they get muscles. So they in start high popping school, out. in high school, I remember being on the bus, uh, the track for a track meet, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of great athletes on this bus. Yeah, and even the the girls, the 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 Caucasian Western, the the, the, the Caucasian girls, everybody was trying to show their muscles, and they're all like equal athletes. There's a, there's a black girl yeah. and everybody's like, how are you, do you lift weights? She did the same thing as everybody else, right. but her muscle definition was greater. Black people, in my opinion, have a greater muscle definition. hundred percent. And there are certain- By and large. By and okay, large. There's going to be exceptions everywhere. I knew a, I knew a, I knew a Caucasian girl, white girl in, Just in say college, white whatever, in college. And she didn't do any, anything to her legs. But her legs were like perfect. She, I don't lift weights. I just walk, and I have great looking. Um, nice for you. You know, strong. Yes. And so, um, my family, the Swedish side, we don't. They can work hard. My grandfather worked hard. My brother worked hard. We don't tend to have muscle definition, even though we're working very hard. Except for we're like Michelle. the difference between the Hollywood like barrel chested men, like um, with the not Ben Hur. Who is the? But I Michelle, am here, I, am, you know. I do the same work. If you ask my uncle, I did harder work. It's true. Don't you remember? He did say okay. that. Okay. And I don't have Although the same. mine was pretty hard. And I, it takes me more to get the, I don't get this. I will never get the same muscle definition as Michelle. I don't know. She just has to look at some work and do it. I've been kind of slacking on, on outside work. You've done work. nothing. You do like a few days of work and you're like, boom, looks like I'm like been doing CrossFit for <laughs> like not. ever. I was looking at it. a more sleeveless shirt on than this. And I was standing in front of the mirror last night or the, with the window and I was like, mom, look at these. It only <laughs> took a minute. It just had, it's kind of like, I just needed to put air in the tire. Oh, there they go. <laughs> I've been looking at my muscles going like, man, I'm kind of out of shape. Who knew? And, but, 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 Leah, five hours a day of constant digging or that wheelbarrow moving, wheelbarrow moving for putting four, them, four like, days. Kind of going uphill with the wheelbarrows like, and trying to... Our, our yard has kind of piles all over. I'm going to have My to... back brace that I wear to make sure that my back doesn't go out. When I, that thing straps around my waist. When I took that thing off, I was soaking wet underneath. Yeah. So good, good hard stuff. work. Now so that's gonna... what we've been doing. That's your breaking news. So Uncle Jack, uh, his son, Uncle Jack lives with us. His son uh, is, uh, he works for our a pool cousin. company, yep. our cousin. And we were going to put up another Walmart in, pool. Walmart pool. Uh, I, I like need to one. cool down. I need to cool down in the summer. We do stuff outside. I need to get in water at but some I point. Think that you I was thinking even baby pool, that polar plunge thing, anything, anything. I just need to cool down. The problem is, is we got a lake. I'm I'm fine to I'm fine to swim in all kinds of toxic water, whatever. But I but our local sick. lake, Michelle keeps getting I'm like dysentery oh, from it. <laughs> what that's so not sort of what weird. Dysentery is. <laughs> Dysentery is when you drink water that's contaminated by of, feces. Uh, like an amoeba. An amoeba or something. And then we, she got it a second time. And then I got it. I, I, I went, and now I'm getting sick because like, I don't know what's in this water. So I'm like, no more lakes. I just need to cool down. It gets, we were outside all the time. I'm, so I'm we happy. Were, Matt wanted me to get a stock tank. I was getting I'm happy to, to get in a stock tank. I don't care. But for the same price as, as, as a decent, really good Intex pool. Our cousin said he can he can work with it. Uncle Jack wanted to make it a gift to us because he knows, and it's going to be good exercise for Uncle Beans. So we're That's hoping. What we call Uncle Jack, by the way. You Uncle just Beans. So we're there. hoping that he's going to get in there and and get get you know he's disabled and it, so he used to do aqua therapy uh, two days a week. 
yeah and hasn't been doing it so now if we have this pool then maybe he'll get back into doing it that's, yeah that's the yeah idea. this is not us glamorizing actually it's for health health purposes all right speaking of health I, this has nothing to do with health Andrew Torba from Gab uh, puts this on Twitter. DHS, the Department of Homestead Security, is funding universities to train people how to organize destabilization campaigns against uh, against us and against Gab. Also infiltrating churches in Portland and the Pacific Northwest to develop anti-fragility programs on how to combat. This is probably the only tab that's not up. That's fine. Anti-fragility programs on how to combat religious disinformation. Grant money is being paid to infiltrate churches. Okay. So I, this is from DHS. The Targeted Violence and Terror, Terrorism Prevention Grant Program. It's a grant program. Funding Provides funding for state, local, tribal, and territorial governments um, and institutions of higher education with funds to establish or enhance capabilities to prevent targeted violence and terrorism. Applicants must be blah, blah, blah. So over here, the next one says, um, the Prevents OH seminars feature lectures by University of Cincinnati, that's Ohio, research fellow, uh, Michael Lodenthal, a self-proclaimed member of Antifa, whose Twitter feed is rife with posts celebrating acts of left-wing violence, mm -hmm, often against mm -hmm, police officers. Mm -hmm. uh, Lodenthal used Prevents OH to explain in detail how to create dummy accounts on free speech social media platforms like Telegram, Gab, and Rumble in order to destabilize political movements. A lot of things we're doing is illegal, he, he boasted in the lecture, and a lot of it involves breaking the law. So the University of Dayton, Prevents Ohio, was among the most radical grantees within this media literacy and online critical thinking initiatives. In Ohio, right here, DHS awarded the University of Dayton $350,000 to establish the Prevents OH program, which promised to draw on the experience of the University of Dayton faculty to fight domestic violence, extremism, and hate movements. For example, a chart used by DHS and its grantee in a training program equates mainstream groups with militant neo-Nazis, including the Heritage Foundation, Fox News, the NRA, Breitbart, PragerU, Turning Point USA, CBN, the Christian Broadcasting Network. Wow. And the American Conservative Union Foundation, the Republican National Committee. The seminar also, also compared formal, former uh, uh, President Trump, Donald just Trump, say Trump. I'm sorry, I'm reading the line here, to Paul Pot and suggested Ron DeSantis may wish to start a second Holocaust. And our government paid a grant to this. Wow. This is, this should be break. This is, this is news. This is huge news, by the way. Okay, this is big. That this this goes along with our last story that that we one of our last stories that we shared on our Brighton on segment mm -hmm. about the uh the 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 guy with the Nazi flag that Swastika. rammed into yeah. the White House perimeter had almost all the charges dropped and just a, one charge of destruction of property even though he said he had bombs and he said he was going to kidnap and murder the uh joe biden and kamala harris but those charges were dropped yeah 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 crazy 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 all right um so i'm not going to go too too much about the target thing because we did a whole segment on it the, early this week we did and we did a little bit on on uh bridey on but terrified of a bud light situation target actually pulls the pride month pro pro products in certain stores especially in the south and has cut ties with the satanist Hope How do you good. cut ties with a Satanist that you hired 
who has a whole line of your products. Where are these products going to go, by the way? Are they going to end up at, like, Gabriel Brothers or something later on? I mean, just asking for a Good, friend. good, good question. All right. So this week, Representative August Fluger of Texas, Fluger, said he was speechless when he learned that a senior FBI official had not read the Durham report, which was released more than a week ago. Fluger, chairman of the Homeland Security Subcommittee on Counterterrorism, Law Enforcement, and Intelligence, questioned Jill Murphy. And I'm going to see if I can't find the clip here. So she comes in Sorry. and she's being questioned. Well, it doesn't have the timestamp. And she's being questioned about the role of the FBI in going after Donald Trump. Durham comes out with his report last week. And did was you, she saying like go. she just didn't have time to to watch it? Or she like, said she no, not watch, read. There's a dur oh, read, you know what I mean. Read out. it. Yes, yes. She said she has not had time. Did you retweet it? Yes. She has not had time. She Too is busy. the ass assistant director of counterintelligence with the FBI. Just has not busy. even read. I think this might be a longer clip. Let me do the second one here. Just refresh the page. Why bother? Why bother? Right. You know, it's like she. I'm sure. I'm sure she has like assistants. If at the very minimum, they could read it out loud to you. Like, come on, man. Let's just do your job. What you're paid to do. Oh, this is what she's paid to do. Mm, that's a good point, Leah. Oh, ma'am, I'm asking you a serious question. Sir, I'm very proud to work for the FBI. I think I stated that. I I know you are. That's not what I asked you, ma'am. I asked you if you feel torn. Not at the least. Not the slightest. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that's pretty sad, ma'am. That really is. And it really shows who your allegiances are to. It really does. And as somebody who served this country myself, and comes, I come from a very proud unit, the SEAL teams, I know that my allegiances are not to NSW, Naval Special Warfare. They're not to a SEAL team. And I am glad, I am so proud that we have men and women who see their oath to this country and they said, I can't do it anymore. I'm gonna go try and straighten this out so that the organization that I love can maybe, just maybe be turned around, quit being a partisan tool and actually protect the American people. All right, do we need to check out the go other back. clip? Yeah, so re refresh the page. Won't you add another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah just, I have a few. Refresh your page and scroll down, scroll down. There's more to that. But I want you to hear Dan Bishop's here. This one? Play this one. Play this one first, and then we'll play the other one. Launching this investigation. Is this one from you? I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? That there was a very fast pace of the investigation, and that uncorroborated evidence was used when launching the investigation. Does that concern you? So, again, sir, I haven't read the general report, so I'm not sure, you know, I, I have no... Okay. So you can make that one small. Uncorroborated evidence was used to go after Donald Trump. Does that concern you? One more. Scroll down. And she's like, I haven't even read it, so I don't know what you're talking about. That This is playing dumb. You, this is playing dumb. This is what it means to play dumb, like play pop. I know uh, Mr. Goldman spent a good bit of time uh, attempting to sort of uh, denigrate the Durham report for understandable reasons. Uh, it, is, it is devastating to the FBI. That seems to me that that would be, and since it was a counterintelligence investigation, that the special counsel appointed by the Department of Justice has uh, summarized in uh, terms like that, um, that that would be of grave concern to you as 
deputy director of the FBI responsible for counterintelligence. Can you explain why? And you said you haven't had time to read it. It's been out since the 12th of this month. Uh, so almost, I guess, what is this, the 23rd? Uh, so 11 days. Uh, most, uh, Mr. Goldman's obviously been briefed on it or read it. Many members of Congress have. Why is that not a matter of such import that you would want urgently to understand what the special counsel concluded about the work of the counterintelligence division in such a grave case? Sir, if you'd like a brief on the Durham report from the counterintelligence division, I'm happy to take that back. Wow. That sounds almost contemptuous. <laughs> oh, here, wait, one more. Here, let me get, this is the one I want. Okay. Hang on, we got it. Just astonishing. Um, I'm just without words. Uh, that the FBI is unconcerned. Are there, do you know whether any, anybody at the FBI has read the Durham report? I'm sure people have read the Durham report, sir. Uh, can you name anybody that you know has read it? No, sir. Do you intend to read it? I do intend to read it. Uh, does the FBI intend to undertake any changes in the way it conducts counterintelligence operations based on the Durham report? I, I can't answer that, sir. I can take that question back. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Cheryl, there's another one I want you to do. There's a four-minute clip. Do you know she holds the same position as Peter Strzok did? No. Wow. When they initiated all this junk? Okay, scroll down. There's a four-minute one. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay, here, hang on. Did I not tweet it out? Here we go. know what elite capture is? So, this guy here is a former Navy SEAL. Congressman Eli Crane. From elite Korea. capture? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what elite capture is? No, sir. So basically, elite capture is used by the CCP as a form of political warfare that seeks to control the actions of political, academic, business, and cultural leaders outside of China to benefit the CCP. The means of control take a variety of forms, including financial incentives, financial dependence, or compromised business entanglements, offers of access to opportunities within China, ideological appeal, and even blackmail. Are you familiar with um, these techniques, ma'am? I am familiar with those techniques. Do you have experience with those techniques, seeing those techniques in your job? Experience in seeing the Chinese government use those techniques? Yeah, or any other nation state that wants to compromise U.S. officials. I don't know that I've seen them personally, um, but I'm familiar with those techniques, yes, sir. Okay. Ms. Murphy, are you aware that a Chinese spy balloon uh, just recently flew over the U.S. for about a week? I am. Ms. Murphy, are you aware that the CCP is buying up U.S. farmland near military bases? I've heard reports of that. I don't know what evidence I've seen of it. Okay. Ms. Murphy, does it concern you some of the uh, revelations that have been coming out of the Oversight Committee about the millions of dollars that have been paid to the Biden family? recently? I'm not aware of money being paid to the Biden family. Oh, you're not aware of that at all? No, sir. That's interesting. You're that you, you work for the FBI, right? Yes, sir, I do. But I would respectfully refer you to the, the investigators over that case. I'm sure we can get you a brief on that. The, that is not a case that, that I handle. Yeah, well, I don't need a brief on that, ma'am, to know that there are nation states that have paid millions of dollars to the Biden family. 
And that's one of the reasons that we're having this hearing. That's one of the reasons that Americans are so concerned that they see Chinese spy balloons flying over the U.S. for an entire week. That's why they're so concerned that they see these Chinese police stations being set up here. And they're wondering, how could this go on? This doesn't make any sense. And yet, the son of the President of the United States is involved and entangled for many years now in multiple business deals that the President claims he knows nothing about. And you, ma'am, you sit here before the Homeland Security Committee. Our job is to protect the homeland. And you act as if you don't know anything about it. Do you understand why the American people are concerned, ma'am? Yes or no? I understand why American people should be concerned about the threat from the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. Do you see any connections with what I talked about when I was talking about elite capture? Do you see, are you connecting the dots at all? No, sir. You don't connect the dots? So your job is to protect the American people. I just read you what elite capture is, the summary, the definition of elite capture. Everybody knows in this town what's going on. Everybody knows what's coming out of these committee hearings right now. And it's pretty sad coming from somebody who, as a young man, wanted to be a part of your organization because of the reputation that men and women okay, you can pause that from there. the what FBI had built up. Is FBI Director Ray is defying a congressional subpoena for an unclassified record alleging a criminal scheme involving uh, the then VP Joe Biden and a foreign national. If Director Ray refuses to hand over this record, the GOP oversight will bring uh, him into contempt of Congress. Now go ahead and bring the screen back up. Bring my Twitter back up because I just tweeted out a few more things on this. Um, talking about it and i actually want to i want you to hear ron DeSantis talk about christopher ray you do know that maga type people do say that one of the worst things donald trump did was keep um was to actually appoint christopher ray and then keep christopher ray this is what ron DeSantis says about um keeping christopher ray governor you were on the judiciary committee you were on the oversight committee you had a very close-up view of the department of justice and the fbi if you become president uh, what would you do to change or fix both of those entities? What are you looking for in an attorney general? And would you keep Chris Ray as the director of the FBI? No, I would not keep Chris Ray as director of the FBI. There'd be a new one on day one. I think that's very important. In terms of an attorney general, you need someone that's got a really strong backbone. You need somebody that knows if you're going in there and you're taking care of business, the Washington Post is not going to like you. New York Times is not going to like you. You're going to get attacked by CNN, and you've got to wear that as a badge of honor. You can't try to please polite society, because otherwise you'll just get captured uh, by the institution itself. And I think the DOJ and FBI have lost their way. I think that they've been weaponized against uh, Americans who think like me and you, uh, and I think that they've become very partisan. Part of the reason that's happened, Trey, is because Republican presidents have accepted the canard that the DOJ and FBI are, quote, independent. They are not independent agencies. They are part of the executive branch. They answer to the elected president of the United States. So as president, you have a responsibility to be involved in holding those agencies accountable, clearing out people who are not doing the job, and making sure that they're doing the people's business and they're not abusing their authority. For example, if the FBI or DOJ would ever collude 
with a tech company to try to censor information, everybody involved with that would be fired immediately if I were the president. And right now, I think those agencies have been able to go without any real accountability. And so guess what? When there's no accountability, the bad behavior is going to continue. Mm. Wow. Now, we are going to play a couple more clips, scroll down to uh, McCarthy and then another clip from DeSantis. And then we're going to kind of we'll break down this particular situation. And then we're going to talk about Ron DeSantis for a minute. Speaker, I want to get one more comment from you on the call that you had. You had a call with FBI Director Christopher Wray on Friday. You know that uh, James Comer has a subpoena out for the document that he wants to see. Are you going to be able to get that document? What went on with your call with the director of the FBI? Well, I want to be very clear with the FBI director that Congress has a right and we have the jurisdiction to oversee the FBI. This is one piece of paper that a chairman of a committee has requested to see. He hasn't even acknowledged whether he has this document, but he hasn't even provided it. I explained to the director that we will do everything in our power and we have the jurisdiction over the FBI that we have the right to see this document. Mm. I believe after this call, we will get this document. Speaker, I wanna we'll get see. one more. Okay, so Ron DeSantis talks here in this clip, says he, he will get rid, I guess, of the FBI and the CIA, we'll see. You had said that you would not keep Chris Ray as the director. When you look at agencies like the FBI and, and the public trust is just completely eroded to nothing, can they be trusted again? Can it be rehabilitated? What does that take in your opinion? Well, I said, well, a new leader on day one, and I think that that's important, but I do think you need to clean house much more than, than just that, because I think that this is an agency that's developed a, a really toxic culture. Um, I think it's a culture, particularly in their DC offices, uh, that have been weaponized against people that think like you and me. And it's sad that that's the case. That is the case. So that's a huge, huge undertaking. But one of the things that I will do, um, I will go in and I am not going to accept this canard that they're an independent agency. They're part of the executive branch. The DOJ and FBI answer to the elected president. And I will hold them directly accountable if they're not going after like BLM rioters. I will call them in the office and I will tell them to do it. And if they don't, they will be fired. Mm -hmm. You cannot say that they're independent and you can't be involved in it. The reason that they become so powerful is because they haven't been held accountable by anybody. Mm. That's absolutely true. And where is Trump on this? This is a good question. Mm. Um, Trump kept Ray. He kept Comey. And I don't know who, and I'm guessing it was jared and ivanka oh yeah saying no just play it safe dad just play it safe because if you fire them they'll make it worse they'll impeach they'll do this they'll do that he had jeff sessions at his ag sideline that guy mm -hmm. okay he recused himself from the rush investigation uh you could see so they had something on jeff sessions yes right he you haven't heard from him since they got to him uh, I think a weak little man, a weak, weak, weak little man. All right. Uh, and, and they pulled him out and they got his seat. Right. Um, and then that went to for two years. It went to uh, Warnock, I think, barely, barely went to the Republican this this go round. I'd like to talk to you guys a little bit about Ron DeSantis coming out with with uh, his presidential run. He has come out, finally coming what out. What we need to do is put loyalties to the side for just a second. 
for just a second until and you're gonna put loyalties aside for like a you year. You need to. I guys, I'm not saying Ron DeSantis should be the pick. Oh, what I'm saying is that Trump, my boy Trump, Trumpy. Every time I root for him to do or say the right thing, come on, Trump. He does not do it. I know. It's horrible. Okay. Ron DeSantis has done more to go after the radical left than any, any one governor, any one, any one, any one. And everybody and, and, and Trump coming out saying that he's bought and paid by China is just weird. Okay. If you have issues with Ron DeSantis, if you say he's not charismatic, if you say he's not this, every time I think Ron DeSantis is going to cave. He doesn't do now, it. He there were, hang on. There were two bills that he signed into law that made us all scratch our heads. The uh, hate speech and the, the Israeli mm -hmm. thing. Now, that being said, this is like a game. And again, Lee and I, I want to tell you all something. If it came down between voting for Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, which, which it will actually in the, in the, in the, well, in the general, in, in the, the primary? primary, I mean, in the know. primary, it's going to, I, I have no idea who I would pick. I literally, I'm not leaning in either direction. It may not be either of them. Okay. So you need to understand I am, Lee and I are Here's literally coming I at this cannot, I can't vote in a primary or an election for Trump. Until, until he, repents he repents from the vaccine. From the vaccine. It's that simple for me. Okay? I cannot do it. So you may say, Ron DeSantis did these two things and signed these two things into, into law, and I'm so upset at him for that. Okay, fine, valid. I will 100% agree with you on and that. And if you say you can't vote for him, then fine. No. I will raise you Trump's stance on the vaccine that he has not yet repented from or walked back or explained in any manner whatsoever and or, or i will add to you the lockdowns and i will add to you him coming out and saying like we talked about in our brighteon segment that the extreme pro-lifers are the reason why we lost we the lost midterm. the midterms throwing or didn't do well in the midterms. thank you with the different candidates because we were going for the two extreme candidates so trump is essentially throwing pro-lifers under the bus so okay now we're at a dead even on these things Right? So now what are you going to do? Well, I want to see this kind of emotion from Trump. This is from September of 2020. People are saying, but Ron DeSantis locked down too. He shut down spring break. He shut every, everybody did. No but, one didn't shut down in the whole world. But he never shut down schools. I think he was one of the only states that didn't shut down schools. And in September of 2020, within a few months, he recognized that people were weren't able to say goodbye to their family members and i want you to see his emotional reaction to the thought that he's his actions had on families part of having a healthy society is understanding that you know human beings seek affection that you have family members who uh and many of the folks understand that they have loved ones who are in the last stage of their life. Um, they're not demanding a medical miracle. They're not uh, having unrealistic expectations. They just would like to be able to say goodbye or to, to hug somebody. So it, it was, you know,
I think it's difficult um, to think that some of our actions may have prevented. So do you want to? Thank you. I've been in a situation like I'm I don't mind being open openly emotional when I need to cry or want to cry I don't care if I'm on air and I will cry it doesn't it doesn't bother me but there are occasionally very few situations where you want to cry and you are trying to hold yourself together mm -hmm. uh, because it is inappropriate to show emotion at that time or maybe you don't want that person to know that you're that emotional or whatever I have also seen people put on tears right mm-hmm that was a genuine trying to suppress emotion that was not putting on tears no and he was feeling oh my gosh i i kept family members from being able to see each other in the nursing homes right this was a once in a million year situation i've, I've not seen trump have that kind of he doesn't care emotion he about doesn't he the does ramifications of what he has done he he literally has here's what made trump what makes trump great is he has the inability to feel you mean the remorse yes, yes when he does something wrong right and so he's able to keep going and so everybody's like we need this guy to keep charging through mm -hmm. because if you have the ability to feel badly then it can be manipulated 100 percent. but then at that point god gave us emotions to check our we have needed trump so far trump has uh, uh, trump because he doesn't feel really um He's able to stand and keep standing. Mm -hmm. Ron DeSantis could cave. Because he does have Because emotion. he does feel. Right. So I understand people saying, no, I get, I get everything that you're saying about Ron DeSantis. I get that he's been, but he has a caving point. Mm -hmm. Trump doesn't have a caving point. He will continue on even in the wrong direction and no one can stop him. Okay, he is, and that is, that it's, it's a good trait when it's used in the right direction, but it's a bad trait. Mm -hmm. But Trump, for all his faults, the, he has a strength that nobody I know has. 100%. Nobody I know has. And when he's right, he just pile drives through. But it also is a weakness. It's a strength, but it's a weakness. It absolutely is a weakness. So that's... And he can't, so, so when he's making these horrible decisions on Christopher Ray and Comey and, and all these things. Countless other things. Here's another thing uh, that DeSantis has said. Finish that your I, sentence. What? So when he's making these things, these bad decisions. Whatever. I'm going on Ron DeSantis. <laughs> okay. Ron DeSantis has a transformative public policy agenda on um, college accreditation boards. Now get this. Quote. From Newsweek, DeSantis was absolutely right to call the college accreditation boards cartels because they are running a racket, says Giocarlo Sopo, a pro-DeSantis Republican strategist. It makes no sense that you can take classes on art and history, you know, at places like Harvard and MIT for free online while schools are charging $7,000 for each of those classes. So what I, I'm getting from him taking on the college accreditation ability is that making it so that, the, that you could actually get a college credit from an online class and have it just be free. Mm -hmm. That there are, there are colleges that would actually, that, that there's, a, there's an accreditation board that's a gatekeeper for um, like campus educations, right? Where we could all get a Harvard education. Why can't we all just go to Harvard? 
well, it's online now. Yeah. The reason you had to you the reason they had colleges had to put you in in person and had to keep keep. There was no internet. We could do correspondence schools, which they did do sometimes. And there's no reason to, for everybody not to be able to have a real great education, but they don't want it right. because instead of truly wanting to educate people, mm -hmm. they want to keep elites in an elite status. Exactly. They don't want you and I to go up a, a rung or to mm -hmm. have that kind of education. I bet a lot of good students could pass a, an interesting exam to Harvard. Very probably a lot less to MIT, but a lot of other great smart kids could get an MIT education. Um, they don't want to educate us, but despite what they tell you, they want to create and keep the hierarchy system. Can I just say that college is not just overrated. It don't it's stop a, sending your kids to college. Like I will straight up say it. They're I said it. Your kid does not need a college education. Your child does not need a college education. Hey, guess what? All that money you saved for your kid's college education, why don't you just say, hey, kid, go and, inv go and invest this. Not invest it, but like, let me, let's let's start you up with a business or a farm or something. So if right? I am like, running, if I'm running for president, it. if I'm running for president, and, and I would like to, I have a lot of really great ideas, okay? Um, there are things that we can do First of all, if we end the Federal Reserve, but even in the meantime, before the Federal Reserve is abolished, did you know, and I got this from a Zero Hedge article like five or six years ago, mm. that the reason doctors are going into specialized medicine and we don't have any more general practitioners is um, because they, they have lobbied, they have lobbied Congress to limit the number of doctors that can go through medical school. This is medical malpractice. If you want to be a veterinarian, you can go to veterinarian school. But if you want to be a doctor, you may not make it because if they limit the anyone amount. Anyone can take the take the bar exam and become a lawyer. Anyone. Okay, you, and anyone you wonder can be why healthcare is so high. Do why not, is it so expensive? I am sick of Republicans and people saying America we, has the best uh, healthcare system in the world. No, we don't. But why doesn't anyone talk about this? B Republicans are bought by big pharma, Pfizer, and and bought by big medical boards. We just our our friend Kansas was working on our car. He sliced his finger open, and we get a twenty two hundred dollar bill for for twelve stitches. That's insane. And an X ray. And an X ray. The x-ray was cheap, actually, 400 bucks, uh, considering the, the, the girls, we got, we got like 25 minutes of her time and some, and, and some stitching and a little lidocaine. Why can't a nurse practitioner, why can't a nurse, why aren't we training more people to be able to, well, go, hang on to do things? But here's the thing about the nurse practitioner. They go to the school, they go to school for the same amount of time. Mm -hmm. Why would you become, Leah... A nurse practitioner, if it takes almost the same amount of effort and you don't get to have a doctor's degree because they limit the amount of doctors. They limit the amount of doctors. Yeah, that's why a lot of people are becoming nurse, nurse practitioners. And in Kentucky, because we ended up going to have his stitches taken out by an urgent care, uh, and there was a girl there who was a nurse practitioner, mm -hmm. and she said that urgent care is worker to the bone. She wants to start her own medical thing, but in Ohio, the only thing she can do until she's going to do it is uh, like vitamins yeah. and, and infusions. Like a, right. But in Kentucky, you uh, you can just practice. Otherwise, if she wants to start her own practice, 
Um, even under the medical uh, infusion, she has to pay a doctor $600 a month. Okay. Um, we have horrible health care. We'd have no health. Let me tell you something. We have no health care in the United States. We it is basically a third world country. Peddling. We have medicine peddling. It should be the things that really matter, whether you... You should not have to sit in an emergency room for six, well, I think it was five hours to get a few stitches. There was another young guy who needed some stitches. He sat there for like five or six hours. This is insane. I guarantee you there's a lot of people in that building that can sew people up. Okay? you. There should be your local, you should have people. I think it's because they charge by the hour. You should have, every community should have a doctor that they can call 24 hours a day. 100%. This is what kind of if, what kind of world do we live in, and what kind of people are we educating if we are not educating just a, for each community to have a random doctor? A hundred years ago, you could have a doctor whenever you needed a doctor in your community. A hundred years ago, I don't remember what the book is, but one of my friends gave me a book, and I just read it randomly, and it was just a fiction book. And the whole premise of the book is about a small town that gets a doctor that comes into town, and the whole book is about this doctor. Right. And he sees patients all day long. And when an emergency happens, of course, because it's a book, the doctor, it's like the old fashioned doctor, but it's it's set in present day. So it, it, it can be done in a fiction book. It absolutely can be. So you think veterinarians, veterinarians just show up. We, we have, have we have that comes out to see us. We have 24 seven veterinarians. Right. That will come, especially for animals, like mm. especially for large animals, farm animals and things like that. Dr. Pohl, 20, you know, here's the thing. In a, in a first world country, there is no reason why each community doesn't have an emergency doctor who yeah, can just like do some stitches call. or but let me tell you set why. some bones and put a cast Dr. on. Dr. Lee Merritt's dad he was, was one, of those. one of these doctors he where was. he would be called upon. And he would he would do um, infusions. He would do he would be able to give you an and IV. And she used to go with him. Yeah. We've talked to her she, twice about she this wants on our to show. do that. She wants that that's gotta be a new thing. And I do know that um, in our group there are there are uh, some that are doing online yeah, this is actually a big deal. Right. And you can join and get a membership and get an online consultation. But they're not gonna be able to see what is it things all... that you need. Right? Setting a broken bone. Yeah. They cannot do that online. They will send you to the There's doctor. like 20,000 the people in my local community. There is no reason why we couldn't pay 50 bucks a month to a doctor to keep them going mm -hmm. and just have a place or a couple and have like a place to go if you have an emergency. Right. None of, it's open 24-7 because that was why we ended up at the ER because our accidents literally always happen after urgent care. Always. Close. Always, even yeah. with the pets. All right. So that was a rabbit trail. It was, but it, this has been, I'm, I'm angry and I'm frustrated and I, vote for me. I would absolutely <laughs> love to go and make these kind of things. Same thing with college, the colleges. Okay. We need to do everything we can to make education as free and accessible. They don't want free and accessible education. When they're talking about paying off your loans, they want, they're doing it to rub shoulders with their buddies who are making million, a million dollars a year for at, at these colleges. So they, what are you talking about free education? We're talking about the accreditation okay, boards okay, here okay. with Ron DeSantis, making it so that you could have, making it so that the, 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 the bar to get accredited as a college whether it's a medical accreditation, law school accreditation, 
uh, veterinarian school accreditation. Um, we need to make that really easy. Yes. So we can have everybody educated. I thought you wanted everybody educated. They don't want the same thing with the ESG, the environmental, uh, you know, sustainability, whatever. They don't want to help the environment. Mm. The Lord gave me a word today on my way uh, home from a, uh, a vet pet visit I was doing. And I saw um, my name on a advertisement for a car mechanic. And it said, uh, Leah Svensson or current homeowner. And I was like, oh, it kind that of dawned on me. That wasn't the vision. You saw that in reality. I saw that in reality. I had a vision because of this. Okay. And I was like, oh. And I kind of was like, I'm a homeowner, aren't I? I am. I'm a homeowner. I'm like, no, no, no. I am not a homeowner. I do not own land. I am a steward of God's creation. Mm. You don't own land and you shouldn't, and the government shouldn't own land. My job and your job is to steward God's creation and to make it better. If, if you step outside, this is what I think about like cities and concrete. You are a steward of God's creation and you're going to have to see him one day. And God is going to ask you, what did you do to my creation? And if you didn't make it better, then you're not getting a cookie. Oh you boy. may go to now heaven. You, just, she just you may go to heaven, the cookie. but there are rewards and punishments. Those who do not know Jesus, they have a whole list of punishments. If you know Jesus, there's a whole lot of rewards and you start at this level zero. Let me read some comments. Winky Wanky Woo, I really feel like you probably chose that name just so that when shows like ours were to read it out loud, they would have to say Winky Wanky Woo. Be honest, that's why you did it. Winky Wanky Woo says, none of us were alive 100 years ago. And he says, you mean, he or she says, you mean like the NHS in the UK? No, when Leah's talking about the $50, it's the same thing like we talk about with one room schoolhouses, right? You, you don't get to go if you don't pay but you're not forced to pay okay it's like voluntary that the nhs is not voluntary patriot gallery says kansas for president farms for everyone it seems no one is watching this weekend you are all being blacklisted only bots in the chat i don't think there's bots in the chat Mom. no uh wiki wiki we are it's swedish really nice and a little bit norwegian nor swedish or Nor norwegian stock we're talking about my muscles again um and the in the jawline and the fact that my neck always looks like it has an adam's apple and i can't help it you know, I Are look you really a show. girl? Am I really a girl? Last time I checked. Uh, All right. Wait. Okay. Go ahead. But we're also we're mutts. We we, uh, we the Swedish comes out because we wear the braids. Our grandfather we're German. We're Irish. So my mom is a mutt, and my dad is almost pure blood. It's funny. He well, my grandfather came over from Sweden, and he married a, a woman whose parents yeah. came over from Norway and Sweden. So we're half. Norwegian, and we're half mutt. It's great. So, MGTOW Thunder, something, et cetera, et cetera, says, whomever is advising DeSantis is an idiot. What he should have done was to thank Trump, demonstrate loyalty to him and Florida, and not enter the race and prepare for 2028. Guys, stop. I love you, and you didn't watch my Brighton segment earlier, so I'm going to say this again. Please do not buy into the game that Trump is peddling, that DeSantis is peddling, that Fox News is peddling, that all of our favorite alternative media platforms are peddling. We don't okay? need to be. Everybody is peddling this. 
DeSantis entered the race and how dare he because this is Trump's time. Trump won in 2020 and he never got his chance and how dare DeSantis try to come and take that away. Guys, that is not what Ron DeSantis is doing. I can guarantee you, Ron DeSantis knows he will not get the, um, in the primary, he will not win the spot. What is it called again? I don't know why I just said Thank you. The nomination. Ron DeSantis is not going to get the nomination. No chance will he get the nomination. He's not going to come anywhere close to getting the nomination. It will be a nice second. Trump will get the nomination. Okay. DeSantis knows that. And he is not running for 2024 right now. He is running for 2028. You have to have, generally speaking, by and large, you, you, most of the time, it is way better to have two presidential runs. Okay? How many times has Rand Paul gone for president? How many times have all these people, they, they just keep going, right? Ron DeSantis is, has entered the race not to compete against Trump right now. He's probably entered the race because in order to be picked for VP, it looks a lot better if you were actually running Honestly, for president to be picked for VP. I think so that's number one. Okay? So number two, for the bird's eye view is... To stop looking at this like it's DeSantis that's... He's not trying to compete against Trump. He's just running for 2028. I think it's great if he's going to bring up a lot of these issues to push Trump to do stuff. And that could be it too. But guys, I'm just saying that they've put... It's kind of like they, they pit the Republicans against the Democrats and it's just a game every single time. The Trump DeSantis competition right now is a game. I don't, think it is. Don't buy, don't play the game. Okay, okay. I'm not playing the game. Okay. All right. So um, I think this is a funny uh, little clip here. I will let you know. This is not from... So people were uh, putting this out there um, and saying, oh my goodness, far-right conservatives are savaging target stores across the country. This is going way too far. Did you retweet this? Oh, here we go. All I right. did. Now... Finish your thought. Well, you're going to watch it. You're first. waiting for the punchline. Yeah. Got I know what the punchline is. I can tell you exactly what the punchline is. I mean, so is this far right people who are upset over Target and their gay, transgender, fucking satanicness? No. This is from May 28, 2020, covering looting of Minneapolis Target after George Floyd's death. Mm hmm. So who's the violent, crazy people? Exactly. All right. I'm going to cleanse your palate here. Let's move a little bit away from the Trump DeSantis craziness for a minute. We played this clip one. Uh, I think we played this clip. I watched it. I think we played it. John Stossel is really great for covering things, you know, like 60, 60 minutes, tick, 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 things that should be covered. So did you know that if you don't pay your property taxes, the government... And your local government can come and just take your home. You never own it. You're constantly paying rent. It's and rent. they decide how much your rent is going to be. You may never see, oh my gosh, but your property value went up, Michelle. You should pay more taxes. But my income didn't go up and I'm never going to sell this house. So I'm never going to realize what it's like. This is what they're like. They're, this is what it's like. 
but you're making more money because your house is worth more. Like it's an investment. Like you're getting dividends on how much your house is worth. Right, exactly. So we just we just want to take some of those dividends on the value of your house going up. No, I get nothing from the value of my house going up. I'm living in it. First of all, property taxes are unconstitutional. But even if I did agree with them, I would only agree with the with the property taxes going up after the house has sold to someone else. You want to know why there used to be property taxes? Because people made money on their land. Okay, now this woman had her, uh, the, uh, this week, um, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of a 94-year-old woman whose house was taken by her government. She hadn't paid some tax, uh, but government pocketed $25,000 more than what she owed. They took her house, they sold it for more than the taxes owed, and they kept the money. They but do that she every time, won. Though. She won. So I'm going to play this John Stossel. He this told me, I'll take your money and take your house, too. Did you know that some towns in America are basically stealing people's homes? One missed property tax payment, and the government can take your home, sell it, and keep all of the profits. I'm just still in shock. Tawanda Hall was behind on her property taxes. She was on a payment plan, but she'd missed $900. She didn't expect to lose her entire $300,000 home. They took my whole house, my whole family's livelihood. And they didn't give you change. They kept it all. $286,000 more than what she owed. The county's lawyers says this practice may sound unfair. But it's also unfair to force those who pay their taxes to subsidize those who don't. I pay taxes. She's a nurse assistant. I'm on a brain trauma unit. I lift people, I bathe people, I work hard. When she found out she was gonna lose her home, she wanted to pay off the debt. I went to the mayor's office, I went down to the city county building. They didn't want our money. They said no. They wanted your house, they your $300,000 house. house rather than your tax payment. They stole our home from us and from our family and it was a shock to all of us. Why isn't this illegal? I think it is illegal. I think it's unconstitutional. Christina Martin of the Pacific Legal Foundation. The government can't take more than it's owed. This is unjust and it is unconstitutional. Martin won a similar case in Michigan's Supreme Court when a county took an entire home. Over, get this, an $8 debt. The government argued. There couldn't be anything more fair than informing property owners of what is going to happen, giving them time to act and then letting them make an informed choice. Do you think if he knew he owed $8, he would have paid it? Of course. He didn't know, and there wasn't a proper incentive to let him know. So the government has an incentive to notify them in legalese so they can't understand it? Yes, and then they also have an incentive not to work with people when they are honestly trying to pay, like Tawanda Hall. We did not receive anything other than get out. Despite that Supreme Court ruling, a judge dismissed Tawanda's case because the government itself in her case did not make a profit. The town gave her home to this private company. It got the money. The government shouldn't be able to steal from its own people and then to give it over to their friends is just- How do you know that they're their friends? The company is literally run by the mayor and the city administrator. Southfield Mayor Ken Cyber acknowledges the company made $10 million selling foreclosed houses. The mayor, Cyber, I told him if I bring the money in today, could I get my property back? He told me point blankly, no, if you bring the money in, I'll take your money and take your house too. 
I wanted to ask him if he personally profited, but he wouldn't agree to an interview. I didn't think I was going to lose my house over $3,900. It's kind of crazy to find out how common this is in 11 states. Local governments, if you're behind on your taxes, can grab your home and keep much more than what you owed. Some guy comes in and says, how long will it take for you to get out? We have a client who's sleeping in her car right now. The city took her property, turned around and sold it within days of evicting her for $242,000. You have gotten three states to stop doing this. Yes, we're asking the government to stop stealing people's life savings. Good, it often destroys lives. After Tawanda's home was taken, her husband did construction work to try to recover their losses. He got sick, but then kept working. He died shortly after. It was terrible just to know that he struggled trying to make it right. So this is a story about um, an elderly woman named Gerald, Geraldine Tyler. So she actually won at the Supreme Court. So this is this this is what they're doing, kind of how they're doing it. So this is this is a specific case. So when local bureaucrats in Hepine, Hepine County, Minnesota, seized an elderly woman's home over a small tax debt and sold it, they kept the profit. Uh, they likely had no idea they would set in motion a series of events that would cripple the practice known as home equity theft across the country. Yes, that's what happened. The Supreme Court on Thursday unanimously ruled. Democrats and Republicans, that the government violated the Constitution when it took possession of Geraldine Tyler's condo over an overdue property tax bill, auctioned the home, and pocketed the proceeds in excess of what she actually owed. Now, particularly in income taxes, they usually will uh, take a stipend of your income, and the government decides what you can live on, and you may have to pay that down for the rest of your life, but... Um, when it comes to your home, they just take your whole home. Well, and rather than just a little bit, this is of different than when you can't pay your mortgage anymore. Right. Okay. You owe on your home. You signed a a a document, right? An agreement, a contract saying if I can no longer pay this. Mm -hmm. Now there are situations where they're that's egregious as well, and they take advantage of it. But mm -hmm. this is not the same scenario. No, this is a government Constitutionally, tax. you have the right to life, liberty, and property. Yes. Property taxes in and of themselves are unconstitutional to start with. Yeah, so Tyler, who is now 94, purchased a Minneapolis area condo in 1999. But a series of events, including a neighborhood shooting, prompted her to relocate to a retirement community in 2010, at which point it became difficult for her to pay both her new rent and the property taxes on her former home. She occurred a $2,300 tax bill, which turned into approximately $15,000 bill after the government added in $13,000 in penalties, interest, and fees. No way. Local officials then sold, sold her home for $40,000 and then kept the remaining $25,000. No, no, well, they also kept the $13,000 so in penalties. She, basically, she owed $2,300, and they sold it for for, for $40,000. She didn't owe those, those, those stupid penalties. fees. Okay, and the fees and the penalties should never be, like, more than, like, double what the tax is. Okay? Tyler spent years arguing that taking... Uh, that such a taking was unconstitutional, but despite the case appearing fairly black and white from the onset, she had no luck in the lower courts. When her case went before the U.S. Court of Appeals in the Eighth Circuit, its ruling was also unanimous in favor of the government. 
where state law recognizes no property interest in surplus proceeds from a tax foreclosure sale conducted after adequate notice to the owner, there is no unconstitutional taking, wrote the judge. The Supreme Court forcefully overturned that decision today. A taxpayer who loses her $40,000 house to a state to fulfill a $15,000 tax debt has made a fair, far greater contribution to the public uh, finance than she owed, wrote Chief Justice John Roberts. The taxpayer must render unto Caesar what is Caesar's but no more. Shoot him. Shoot, shoot that, that argument. You don't need to you, I cannot believe that John Roberts would be quoting the, the Bible, Bible on taxes. Shoot that argument down. At the heart of the case is the takings clause of the Fifth Amendment, which stipulates that private property shall not be taken for public use without just compensation. In explaining the justice's decision, Roberts traced the spirit of law back to the Magna Carta and then to English law. Oh, really? Can we do that? Because constitutionally and Magna Carta-y and English law-y, no property taxes buttressed by several Supreme Court precedents, which Roberts wrote, have also recognized the principle that a taxpayer is entitled to the surplus and excess of the debt owed. Tyler is far from the only victim of this practice. Home equity theft is legal in several states. Home, home, how home equity theft has been executed across those states widely varies. In 2013, for example, Kevin Fair of Nebraska quit his job to become the full-time caretaker for his wife, who had then been diagnosed with a dis debilitating form of multiple sclerosis without a steady source of income other than social security he fell 588 dollars behind on his property taxes when he finally received notice from the uh government the private investor that covertly bought off his debt okay there's a not the government but the people that bought his debt he couldn't he couldn't afford it which came out to five thousand two hundred and sixty eight dollars his house was worth sixty thousand dollars and then this this organization told him it intended to take the whole shebang. In Nebraska, people are shocked at how the law actually operates. This is this is absolutely insane, and um, it should be stopped. And if you vote for me for president, just kidding, <laughs> I will stop this unconstitutional theft of your property. Oh my gosh! All right, let me read some comments here. Okay. Well, no, shoot, he won't get the nomination. The strategy he employed is tactically weak. Um, are you talking about DeSantis? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it, whatever it is, he's not going to get the nomination. I don't think that that's his intent. Uh, Wicked Psyched, thank you for the donation there. I have heard some reports about feed stores not allowed to sell antibiotics for backyard chickens. Yeah. How often do backyard chickens need antibiotics? So it's it's not necessarily... great question. It's, it's Tractor Supply and Rural King and a lot of these feed stores that just sell antibiotics. Very rarely are they for your chickens. Uh, they're usually for your horses, for your cattle, for your pigs. pigs goats, sheep. And you can just go in and they're usually... There's a case... Um, and they have them in like a refrigerated case and you can just buy them. And in July, they're making it so that you can't buy them because they don't want you to use them for humans and for yourself. And how often do chickens eat antibiotics? Not very often, but, um, horses, uh, cows and, and especially pigs can use them. We've had to use them. And we've had to use them for our chickens. So how often is that? I mean, it's it's often enough that we have had to use them. Yeah. So, and we've been keeping chickens for roughly 10 years. Yeah. All right. So get this in New York. 
So uh, half a million, 500,000 New Yorkers in Nassau County who were registered as independent or Republican or another party were erroneously flagged as Democrats on their voter ID cards. What? Right there. Oh, this is it right here? Mm -hmm. Oh, look, I have it up already. Did that on purpose. Look at me winning. 430 New York's primary is still more than a month away, but there's a mix-up causing some confusion among voters in Nassau County. Registration cards mailed out to tell people their polling place and other information also accidentally listed the wrong political party for about half of the voters. And now county officials are demanding answers. News Force Melissa Colorado looking for some answers as well. She's in Mineola. Melissa. Well, guys, I can tell you that the majority of these vo voter identification cards, they are getting into the mailboxes actually as early as today. And we're talking about half a million voters who are getting these voter ID cards who are saying that they are registered Democrats when, in fact, they might be registered Republicans, they might be independents or members of another political party. So who is to blame here? 430 New York's primary still who more than a month away, but there's a mix up. Wow. Who would do that? Who would do that? Oh, they don't mess with elections, do they? Never. Or voter rolls or anything. Doesn't happen. Especially with mail-in ballots. Mm -mm. They wouldn't just send you the wrong ballot, would no, they? No, they would not. All right, be, speaking uh... of messing with elections, uh, you guys know uh, Vivek Ramaswamy? Well, he has been banned from LinkedIn. I don't go to LinkedIn, but people who have real jobs are usually on LinkedIn mm -hmm. so that they can, it's, it's a place to put your resume. Well, did you know that the LinkedIn founder funded a Russian bot hoax against Roy Moore and also underwrote uh, the Trump accuser Gene Carroll's lawsuit has now locked uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who's running for president, out of his um, no LinkedIn account because of his, quote, this is from Vivek, fact-based views as a presidential candidate about climate policy and Biden's relationship with China. He says, Vivek, Big tech election interference has begun. Uh, go ahead and if you want to scroll down. Big tech interference has begun. LinkedIn locked my account and censored me this week for posting videos where I expect fa expressed fact-based views as a presidential candidate about climate policy and Biden's relationship with China. Wow. Oh, there we go. I, had I was a bit surprised to get an email noting that my LinkedIn account had been shut down. I wondered why, because actually a number of friends texted me saying they followed me on LinkedIn. That's how they keep up. They weren't able to find me anymore. And so when I had my team get in touch with LinkedIn, here's the response that we got. I'm not kidding. I'm reading from this. Your account was restricted for sharing content that contains misleading or inaccurate information. They said what it was. One was a video where in the video I said, the CCP is playing the Biden administration like a Chinese mandolin. China has weaponized the woke pandemic to stay one step ahead, and it's working. That was the first offense. The second offense was one where I said that if the climate religion was really about climate change, then they'd be worried about shifting oil production from the U.S. to places like Russia and China. Yet the climate religion and its apostles in the ESG movement have a very different objective. That was my second offense. And apparently my third strike was to say this. The climate agenda is a lie. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Those were my three strikes. That got me censored on LinkedIn. This is staggering. And so then we then push back and what do we say? We actually got specifics on how we're actually, 
Oh, hate speech, misinformation, and violence. Those were the policies that I was actually violating. Now, I got a kick out of this. I'm going to be honest. I'm sure that we're going to get this escalated because I'm a U.S. presidential candidate. We have the connectivity to the people that we need to talk to to be able to get my LinkedIn account back. But I'm not bringing this about because it's about me. I'm bringing this up because if they can do it to me, they can really do it to anybody for making statements about the climate change movement and agenda in this country that are grounded in fact and then express an opinion based on those facts to make a statement about Biden's relationships with China and criticize his China policies as a result to say that that's going to be characterized as misinformation, hate speech and violence per LinkedIn's terms of service. This is a Microsoft owned companies that shows what's going on in this country. These aren't really the actions of private companies. These are so-called privately held companies or publicly traded private companies that are doing the work of the government through the back door, silencing speech that the government would never dare censor, could never censor under the Constitution, but use the back door of tech companies to get it done instead. That's even more dangerous than direct government censorship in many ways. Yeah. You know, so funny. I, the I'm, climate is the next uh, COVID. Here's the thing, though. Fossil fuels. Is he the first person to have been censored on LinkedIn? No, there have been others. Really? Yeah, but we don't follow. So uh, we're yeah. not like we don't even do LinkedIn. But it just I don't seems even like... know how people follow people on LinkedIn. No, it's like a Facebook. I know it's weird for like professionals or whatever. I know, but it's so silly. It's because of the climate. Because he says fossil fuels are needed. Yeah. So, and yeah. Um, LinkedIn is Google, says SL Holmes. Um, Wicked's like, back to the the comment on the farmers and the and the question about the, the laws are going um, says, I guess I was upset about the report because so, it only goes after small farmers. The laws they set seem to always go after the little guy. I'm going to tell you something. This particular law that they're doing is so upsetting to me, I'm not even covering it. Because I it just honestly, I'm waiting for God to give me an answer for it. Is so it is so wrong. It makes me so mad. Um, it's the last frontier where of independence where we should be able to treat our animals as we see I, fit. I don't swear, but I don't know if I can do the story without swearing. I'm just kidding. But for real, uh, you have to make good relations with your local farm vet. If you need antibiotics and it's wrong. Patriot Gallery reminds me that we were kicked off of Linktree. Okay. And we don't even post there. They just were, you're not, um, you were not Linktree compatible. Mm. You know, what's interesting is that when it comes to China and the CCP, when it comes to anything, uh, is the whiplash because you do see the Democrats coming out against China in certain ways. Um, and China is right now the trend away from the U.S. dollar and the global trade and finance is accelerating rapidly as inflation persists. Government debt levels explode and the CCP roams the planet negotiating deals in other currencies. The economic and political implications of the dollar's possible loss of its prized status as global reserve currency are hard to overstate, says the experts. In fact, such a development, if and when it occurs, could prove catastrophic to the U.S. consumers as their spending power evaporates. Uh, in 1944, the Bretton Woods, all the all the international community got together and said, we're going to peg um, our money to the U.S. dollar. And it's kept us very prosperous as a nation. It's why we all have vacuum cleaners and homes and mortgages and credit cards. And, you know, you don't have this kind of um, revolving debt 
in, let's say, some African nations. You know, there are people in the United States that give micro loans to small African startups because they don't have 0% credit card offers in the mail. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And we, we have that because of our U.S. dollar dominance. And that dominance is coming to the end. And part of that is CCP, the CCP. They are going and doing deals. They are playing the long game, like for generations to come. Mm. And they are de- trying to destroy America from within and from without. And they know that the, the one thing that keeps America strong and even the military strong is the U.S. dollar. And they're not looking to go after the U.S. dollar with any sort of weaponization of real missiles, any kinetic kind of war. This is a silent war going on behind the scenes, making deals with other nations to destroy us. And and hopefully, um, as Matt talks about, death by a thousand paper cuts, mm-hmm. right? So numerous uh, uh, analysts spoke with the Epoch Times and warned that the CCP and other U.S. adversaries are actively advancing the global effort to undermine the dollar. The dollar is clearly at risk from foreign enemies who wish to challenge American power and domestic uh, fools who believe the American credit card has no limits on their spending. Sadly, uh, we are making it easy for them with massive debt increases in erratic foreign policy and Washington's arrogance that ignores the threat. Thanks to the unchangeable supremacy of the United States in the aftermath over World War after World War II, the dollar's nominal backing by gold at the time, and later its endorsement by oil exports as the petrodollar, the American currency has reigned supreme among currencies for 70 years. But all of that is about to change. Um, China is moving to move with the BRICS countries, Brazil, Russia, India. They're even bringing in Iran on all this stuff. And what they're doing behind the scenes is going to destroy our dollar. And that's why we tell you guys to thank you, Michelle, to go to ITM Trading, um, learn.itmtrading.com forward slash chicks, 1-866-950-7776. I'm going to play a video for for you um, from Lynette Zhang of ITM Trading here in a second, uh, talking about the second largest bank failure, failure in United States history and what happened when J.P. Morgan Chase gobbled up that bank. Um, this whole financial system the jenga blocks are getting ready to fall and i truly believe especially those if you have been blessed to have a retirement account okay god has given you a window of space and that window that window is closing i don't know when it's going to be closed it should already be closed it's like the window is closed so but god is saying okay there's a few more of you mm-hmm you you don't want to be like we were in 2008 when the stock market crashed and my grandma died and we had to sell all of her stocks and we watched those fake dollars um go down the go down the drain because my our family was a gm family and my grandma had a very large portion of her wealth in gm stocks that at the end of 2008 went down to zero to literal zero. So if you're in the stock market, if you're in 401ks, if you are in IRAs, guys, God has given you a window. Should you buy land? Yes. Should you stock up with food? Should you buy wheat and a grain mill and a water purification system? Yes, 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 yes. Should you start a garden? Should you get your animals? Yes. And should you convert a lot of that to preserve your wealth 
in gold and silver, yes, and ITM trading can help you to put together a strategy to di it's a free diversify. Call, guys. It's totally free. 1-866-950-7776. But why am I pushing this now more than ever? It's not because we've partnered with ITM Trading because we were pushing this before we partnered with them. Yeah. Um, because you are seeing these nations, the BRICS nations, you know what they're doing? They're, they're buying, buying gold. gold and silver. They're buying gold and silver. Why are all of those nations stocking up on gold and silver. Don't you think that if they're doing something, they may know what's coming, right? So I get asked this question a lot, like Michelle, but do you really think it's gonna go to like having gold and silver? Will they have value after the, the big kablooey? I don't know. These nations that are in control of everything seem to think so, cause they're buying it, right? It's because historically speaking, I would appreciate it if All some of you would be our banker. Maybe be our bankers. Yes. I'm you know, I'm praying to God, let me be let me be the banker. We should all be our own central banker. Cindy says we just talked to ITM today. Cindy. Awesome. That is amazing. I would I cannot wait to hear how that turns out. I'm really happy for you guys. And here's the deal, guys. If it doesn't work out, that's fine. Just give them a call. And it's a free strategy call. They've been doing this for 27 years. It makes me actually cry to think that some of you are doing this because I know that you're setting yourself up. Yes, for winning. For, for, for winning. This is a winning strategy. And on top of it, it's anointed by God. Gold and silver are God's money. Yeah. Land is God's way to provide for us. We have to, oh, how are we going to stop the bad guys? Well, how about we stop being part of their system? And we get into God's system, Deuteronomy 8, 28. We've been discussing this in the kingdom. Um, Serge just did, so mom did a blog. You guys go watch mom's blogs as for one Savan, two Savan um, on the Hebrew calendar, ca calendar. And in the beginning of each part, she plays Serge, our friend Serge DeRosa, getting it. And what is it? He goes, if I plant an apple tree mm -hmm. and then... I have more apple trees and more apple trees and you more apple, apple trees. apple seeds. Well, I'm just going to trees because you don't normally plant apple seeds, but let me, shh, I'm trying to make him look smart. Okay. We'll go with any other seed then. Okay. But he's he right was, about it. Let's say corn. But, well, it doesn't have to be seeds. It can be apple trees. But his revelation was about seeds. Well, you can graft about trees, trees, but you can graft trees. The analogy that you're going for is seeds and it's a really good one. But he, essentially what he's saying is he says, oh, if I have a packet of seeds and I grow an ear of corn, I will never have to buy seeds, corn seeds again. Right. I will never have to buy corn again, and I will never have to buy corn seeds again. Now, obviously, that premise isn't how good your crop does, but in theory, that is what and he was getting at. for his kids or his kids' kids, it's And he said eternal. the same thing with breeding animals. I buy pigs. I am never going to have to buy pork again. Right. I'm never going to have to buy bacon seeds again. But I like the idea of fruit trees, and I'll give my own example. Okay. Okay, so if you have one apple tree, you can graft off that apple tree and plant another tree. Uh, Grapevines. If you start with a couple grapevines, you can have a vineyard. Grapes are actually the best. You can have a vineyard in a matter of, like, you know, five or six years. If you just trim them and then mm -hmm. plant them and trim them and plant them, it's amazing how quickly you could have a vineyard. Yeah. Okay. So, and it's eternal. And you can continue it on. That's the way God works, and he works through uh, the organic world. Serge and Corey just did an amazing show on the organic world on the kingdom uh, business, uh, or kingdom, kingdom roundtable. Round table. Would you bring up this YouTube? So I'm just going to play a little bit of this, where Lynette is talking about the um, what the second largest bank failure in the U.S. history means for your wallet. 
and how JP Morgan pocketed a ton of that. And here's the deal, guys. You guys should be, can and should be tuning in to ITM Trading. And Lynette, she is, uh, honestly, I, I've not ever watched a video of hers that I didn't love. Alarm you from. know, this is just a big club. And you and I are not in it. But JP Morgan is certainly in it. And so let's look at the terms at which JP Morgan was able to acquire First Republic. I don't know. You think they got a pretty good deal? And is this the end of it? I mean, does this solve all the banking turmoil? And is JP Morgan so big and strong and Bank of America and all those commercial banks that are also sitting on an awful lot of underwater debt? Do they solve all of this issue? I don't know. Let's look back on history to see what is the most likely outcome in the future. Bit, I mean, the future right now. Intro. And what kind of deal did JP Morgan get coming up? Because what's going on in the banking system should be an indication, and the treasury markets, frankly, should be an indication to you of how close we are to the end. So let me just, let's go back on memory lane a little bit to see really where we are. Because going back to 2008, at what point did the public recognize the crisis? Remember, I had David Dubine, actually, who I think is brilliant, um, ask me why I wasn't at the bug out house yet. That's because the public doesn't recognize what is unfolding. When they do, that's where you're going to find me. But going back to 2008, how many banks failed? Because we, were, we kept telling, uh, we were being told that the crisis was contained. You know, same thing as we're being told now. But in July of 2008, that's when the bank failures really started. Three banks failed. Oh my goodness, okay, in August, another three banks failed. Now these weren't really large banks, a few of them were IndyMac, et cetera. Mm -hmm. In September, three more banks failed. In October, four banks failed. And basically this was right around the time when people started to recognize that we had a problem in the banking sector. So we've had five bank failures now. Where are we in this? When will the public really recognize? And it's been critically important to bail out all of depositors so that they're attempting to do a controlled demolition of the banking system. But all of this brings more and more consolidation. And that means that it consolidates the power and it also consolidates the risk. And the question is, when do you want to know? When do you want to be in position so that this kind of garbage and this next financial crisis doesn't become a crisis for you and your family? Now let's just dive into First Republic. 229.1 billion is the total value of assets held by First Republic as of April 13th. Pause it, just so people okay, know. That is the total value. SVB collapsed first and then First Republic and they went together. They kind of went boom, boom. Right. So that's why we're talking about the second largest bank failure, basically. Value, let's see. This makes First Republic's collapse the second largest bank failure in U.S. history. Hmm. How much did JP Morgan pay? to buy 229.1 billion in assets? Well, we now know. The FDIC will cover 80% of any losses that are incurred. So all of that underwater, remember? Um, just when looking at those numbers, we know about SVB, but I think the big bank failure was First Republic Bank. Uh, because SVB was kind of a techie thing, kind of weird. This was a legit bank. 
Um, when she says SVB, she means Silicon, FTX. No, I don't. Oh, you don't mean the FTX? Silicon Valley Silicon, Bank. Okay, because it was Sam Bankman-Fried, SBF. Yeah. Oh, Silicon. Too many, can we just say the thing? So Silicon Valley, Valley Bank. Bank. Can we just it say? It was the tech bank. And stop that. using the acronyms because there's too okay, many. Okay, I thought everybody was with me. I know, I am, but it's too many. They're con- okay, so First Republic went under the radar, basically. Yes. Because everybody was looking at Silicon Valley Bank. Go ahead. Yes. Interest rates, market value of bonds, right? So all of those underwater bonds, the FDIC will cover 80% of any losses. Now, if you listen to Janet Yellen, you don't want to say, well, taxpayers aren't going to cover this. The FDIC is going to cover this and they're going to do it by special fees on the banks. Well, what do you think? They think the banks are in business for your benefit? Heck no. Ultimately, anybody that uses any of these banks are paying these fees. And oh, by the way, that's over the next seven years. So they don't have to sell these off right now. The hope is that they will, that when the Fed lowers the the, uh, interest rates, that they will recoup the principal. But hey, the FDIC is going to incur the losses over the next seven years. JP Morgan Chase will, will also not assume any of First Republic's corporate debt. So FDIC will take care. Now, remember, they only had at the start of this debacle, not First Republic, but all the banks failure. They only had $128 billion in their diff fund. But hey, the FDIC will cover this. Where's that money coming from, really? And JP Morgan will receive the FDIC billion only in had $150 in its ability to um, bail anybody out. You've seen the little sign every time you go to the bank. This is covered up to like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. They only had one hundred fifty billion in that, and he had two failures uh, of about five hundred billion together. And seeing at very good rates, I'm sure, from the FDIC to complete the deal. Okay, so the FDIC will cover eighty losses. The J.P. Morgan will not have to take on any of First Republic's corporate debt, and J.P. Morgan will receive fifty billion in financing. Chase will make a 10.6 billion payment to the FDIC. Hmm. So they're getting 50 billion in financing, but they're gonna pay 10.6 billion to the FDIC and they're getting, oh, what was that number? Uh, 229.1 billion in assets. Seems like a pretty sweet deal to me. What do you think? Well, let's just keep going. The return of the 25, remember all the 11 banks got in and gave uh, First Republic 30 billion in deposits and that was supposed to take care of it? Well, JP Morgan out of that 50 billion, I guess, will return 25 billion in funds that the other banks deposited and eliminate the 5 billion that they had put up, okay? And they will record a one-time gain of 2.6 billion on the books from the deal but they're getting a much bigger gain than that, I'm thinking. The FDIC estimates its deposit insurance fund will take a $13 billion hit. Is that like ultimately after they've covered 80% of the losses and given Chase 50 billion in financing and they only got 40, 10.6 billion back? You see what I'm saying here? Seems like a pretty sweet deal to me. No wonder they took it over. And JP Morgan, the largest bank in America is now that much larger okay. because they absorb that there's actually a little bit more to this so earlier this week jp morgan confirmed cynical observations that it was almost as if the regional bank crisis was designed mm. to make jp morgan bigger and billionaire ceo jamie diamond even richer 
When the bank revealed during its investor day that the failure of First Republic Bank would boost JP Morgan's top line, in this case the net interest income, by at least $3 billion. As the bank generously accepted the bulk of the FRC's viable loans while the FDIC, the insurance thing, was stuck holding on to the toxic and worthless leftovers. But while JP Morgan was more than happy to accept this free gift from the uh, loan book there, it was far less excited about inheriting the expense side of the ledger. And sure enough, less than a month after J.P. Morgan acquired First Republic at a risk-free IRR of 20% plus with U.S. taxpayer funding, ah. funding, J.P. Morgan has notified 1,000 First Republic bank employees that they aren't being given jobs, even temporarily. They're losing their jobs. According to Bloomberg, the biggest U.S. bank on Thursday offered full-time or transitional roles to 85% of nearly 7,000 employees still working at First Republic when it collapsed, while the rest were told they aren't getting any offers. Those getting temporary offers would be offered jobs for 3, 6, or 9, or 12 months. Um... So JP Morgan, which has a 296,000 employees, beat out rivals in a government-led auction for First Republic, which was uh, just another transfer uh, from taxpayers to JP Morgan, and which immediately boosted the company's top line by $3 billion. As part of its winning bid, JP Morgan acquired $173 billion of First Republic's best loans, 30 billion in securities and 92 billion in deposits, not to mention a peculiar little 50 billion term financing from the FDIC, whose terms nobody has yet disclosed. There's more to this. So let me just put this in layman's terms for those of you. Like, they essentially bought like a rental property for a, a ridiculously steep discount. And then they will continue to get the rent from the people, right? Yeah. That money is going to keep flowing in because they bought these loans, mm -hmm. but they didn't buy them at the full price of the loan. Mm -hmm. They got them at it. So, so JP Morgan is coming out way, way, way ahead. And when you get a chance, Lee, I do have several comments I would like to read. Okay, go ahead. Um, all right. There were some comments that were left, and I was really glad uh, from you guys in the actual, not in the live chat on Rumble, but the, the static comments is what I call them. Uh, Snoopy Baron says, the great chemistry between you two is calming and divinely warm and humorous. Keep it rolling, ladies. Evil Taxman says, DeSantis is groomed establishment just like Bush. He says the right things, will be, will, but will be controlled by his corrupt donors per Donato says Trump isn't perfect, but he is the only guy who can who we guy we can trust to dismantle the corrupt administrative state in America. It must be done or America will be lost. DeSantis is not capable. Trump is a good man. By their fruit you will know them. Look at his family. All great people contributing and making America a better place. Candela USA says, New here, like your content, girls. Keep up the good work. Um, let me go back over here to the live chat. Do, do, do. Let's see. Um, Wanky, Winky Wanky Woo says, Jesus would never invest in banks, gold or silver. Read the Bible. This is a grift invoking God. This is wrong. Jesus can hear and see the BS scams you are spewing. Leah, would you like to address that comment? Yeah. So um, do you know the scripture that says the silver is mine and the gold is mine? The sil silver and gold are God's money. 
in the very one of the very first scriptures in Genesis. And honestly, you should watch our constitutional money yes, class go that's up there. Watch it. When you understand that God has a way for us to buy and sell trade, and it's to do it honorably. Did you know that there is no give me the Hebrew word for money? Do you know it? There isn't one. You know the Hebrew words for money? Gold, silver, and occasionally barley. He only uses gold and silver. Proverbs says, an unjust weight and balance, God hates and despises. I can sum this up really quickly. Here's the deal. When you use a dollar bill, every time you hand it to somebody, you are lying to them and you are stealing from them because you know and you should know. And if you don't know, then it's, I don't know why you don't know. It's going to be worth less in their hand than it was in yours. So you have sold them a bill of goods, a paper thing that actually has no value whatsoever other than an imaginary value, which is a lie. It is a debt. When you know the history of our constitution in America, that it literally says Congress shall have power to mint gold and silver coins and no only. no state shall allow anything but gold and silver to be legal tender. It's unconstitutional. It's ungodly. And what we are telling everybody on our show, we have to get back to God's, God's money. money. The one thing that you're wrong on, we're not telling anyone to invest in gold and silver. No. Repeat after me. Gold and silver is not an investment. It is money. You don't invest in money. It is money. You shouldn't have to buy money. There are three states that have gold and silver legal as tender. legal tender. All of the other 47 states where it is not legal are operating unconstitutionally. And unbiblically. And unbiblically, okay? We're not peddling anything. We're not selling anything for six years before we even partnered with ITM Trading. We were telling everybody, get out, use ITM Trading, use SD Bullion, which we are not partnered with. Get your paper dollars out of, uh, get your money, which is not real money, out of paper dollars. Because the system is going kaput, and if you don't hold it... You don't own it. It's very simple. I don't want to cheat anybody. Exactly. Gold and silver have been money for 6,000 years. 100%. Every time it used to be Every that society that had a paper currency yeah. collapsed their So economy. you need to find out. Read the Creature Jekyll Isle. Yes. Read, read a little bit of Ron Paul and cleanse your palate. Yes. It'll be good for you. All, All right. right. A couple more comments and then I'm done. Let's see. Wicked Side says, at the end of the season, I bury a couple of tomatoes at the end of the season and they grow the full the following season. Not this year, probably because I added to the soil and had to flip it over. Yeah, that happens. Um, Patriot Gallery says, Johnny Appleseed was 1774, a real man. John Chapman really did travel through parts of the United States planting apple trees and apple orchards. He carried apple seeds with him in a sack. He traveled um, west from his home state across the country in threadbare clothing. Uh, Snoopy Baron says they just recently sold Zane Gray's Winchester and Jeff Davis's surrender revolver at Rock Island auctions over $400,000 each. I sense they are running low on nefarious assets. Other signs too. Um, so there you go. I think that's good. All right. So a little bit more on that, the first Republic and why it fell. Did you know that, um, the executive that I think it the uh, the executive who ran First Republic, I think, made more than J.P. Morgan's um, chief executive officer, wow. and a number of the bank executives were comfortably earning ten million dollars or more. Dozens were earning uh, the salary during the heydays. The, the, a report uh, says that um, notes that one unnamed banker made more than thirty-five million dollars last year, noting that as uh, J.P. Morgan CEO uh, has run. 
uh, his bank for more than 1,600 years and still isn't netting a salary that large. And the average employee at First National Bank made, uh, First Republic, sorry, made $310,000. Average employee? The average. The bank's recent surge no in business. No wonder they let a bunch of them go. The, the bank's recent surge in business was helped along during the pandemic by issuing jumbo interest only mortgages to borrowers with high incomes and high credit scores which helped the bank to double in size in four years it was that doubling in size that made it the second largest bank history in uh, a failure in u.s history bankers that made home loans earned a small percentage of the loan each year helping bankers strengthen relationships with clients and open the door for lucrative business uh, as bloomberg reports the report also pointed out that family members of executives earn lucrative salaries chief credit officer david Lightman's spouse an executive managing director in preferred banking was paid 8.6 million out earning him according to a proxy statement that year the son of first republic founder was making 3.5 Five million as a senior vice president. Uh, the gravy train at First Republic appears to be over, and uh, for uh, J.P. Morgan fired a thousand employees. So wow. they were just pocketing right and left. That's why they failed. Okay, mm-hmm. that's why they failed. I'm gonna go. I don't have much time left. I thought I would end with a couple funny things. So I mean, Ted Cruz and AOC go back and forth on Twitter, to which Elon Musk says this is what Twitter is for. So let's kind of go back and forth on this. All right. Uh, AOC asked for it after liberal political scientist Norm Orstein charged that the Texas senator would have been first in line to filibuster the Civil Rights Act and Jim Crow. Cruz responded, noting that the Democrat Party filibustered the Civil Rights Act, while many more Republicans supported it. Nonsense! That shameful filibuster was led by Democrats. Your party, my party, the Republicans proudly voted for the Civil Rights Act in much higher percentages than the racist Democrats. AOC says, why don't you go ahead and tell the people what happened to the parties after that, Ted? Okay, sure. First, the Dem Party founded the KKK. Then the Dem Party wrote the Jim Crow laws. Then the Dem Party filibustered the Civil Rights Act. Today, the Dem Party uh, part filibuster school choice, trapping millions of black kids in failing schools. Today, the Dem Party pushes a- abolishing the police. He's, he's got a bigger Twitter. He is paying for that. You can make that bigger if you want. Mine is just scrolling Okay, abolishing the police, which results in many more black lives murdered. Today, even every Democrat senator voted against my bill to stop D.C. from throwing 40% of black kids out of schools because of the vax mandate. The Republican Party was founded to oppose slavery. Our first Republican president was Abraham Lincoln, who won the Civil War and ended slavery. It was Republicans who voted for the Civil Rights Act in a much higher percentage than Dems. Today, we produce the lowest African-American unemployment ever under Trump's economic boom. Today, we produce the lowest African-American poverty levels ever under the Trump economic boom. Today, in 2017, I passed the largest expansion of federal school choice ever, making 529 plans cover K-12 through over the objection of every single Senate Dem. You can read the next one, number six. Also, just two years ago, the Dem governor of Virginia had put the photo of a man dressed as a KKK Klansman on his personal yearbook page. And today, the sitting Dem president, Joe Biden, gave in, gave in 2011 a flowery eulogy for an exalted cyclops of the KKK. And to add to all that, the Dem party aggressively supports open borders, which has led to the deaths and brutal assaults of thousands of Hispanics and 
at AOC somehow can't seem to find her white pantsuit to cry over their suffering. Huh. All right. I will let you guys know on some good news. 22 states have protected women's sports. 19 states protected kids from mutilation. The anti, you know, no, you know, the, the laws, the laws to stop the transition surgeries. Six states have banned porn for minors online. Wow. And that should be all states, by the way. It should be. Where's the other 44? I know. It really, it yeah, really I mean, should. should. like go without saying. Yep. But back to, um, for those of you that don't, that might have missed what AOC said there to Ted. Hey, Ted, why don't you tell them what happened to the parties after that? What she's referring to is that the parties switched. There is literally no history whatsoever of the parties having switched at any time. The party, the Republican Party has remained the same. And the Democrat Party has remained the same. There was no switch. The idea hey, that the parties would just switch overnight. All of a sudden, if everybody in the Democrat Party believed the Republican things, and everybody in the Republican Party believed Democrat things, just overnight. I'm trying to not have us talk over each other, because I know it's hard to hear when we do. If there had been a switch, we would have a date. Like, there would be a time, there would be a time stamp, a marker, a whole year, maybe a month, a week, a day, something like that. We would have something. And then you would see the policies switch, you would see the people switch, you would see all of the switching. But by and large, historically, nothing has, has switched whatsoever. You know what did switch, though? And this we can look to. For those that don't know, the Democrats, the party of slavery, by the way, uh, changed their tune from being the party of the KKK to being the party of the ACLU, okay? Mm -hmm. What they did is they were like, hey, actually, we need these voters. So why don't we manipulate them? Why don't we give them a bunch of free stuff? Why don't we promote anti-family policies that keep them in the inner cities and then we always historically have them as voters and then tell them that we're the ones fighting for them. Meanwhile, we're actually keeping them from advancing in society. That's what switched. They switched from being vitriolically hateful, okay, to subversively hateful. Mm -hmm. That was the switch, AOC. That was the switch. All right. So the QAnon shaman, Jacob Chansley, has been released from the halfway house. Um, he de he has spoken out, but I'm not going to play it on Facebook. Uh, and he is, he's out. Wow. He is out. And I think that that's probably uh, thanks to Tucker Carlson. Is that a picture of him right there? I th like think so. One? Yeah. He says, this is Jacob uh, Chansley. This is my official Twitter page and my first official statement. Um, and you I guess he says, hello, United States of America and the world. My name is Jacob Chansley, and I would like to start this official statement by thanking God Almighty for protection and blessings along this arduous journey of mine. You know, I once heard that school teaches us lessons and gives us a test, but God gives us a test and teaches us lessons. And to say the least, I most certainly learned numerous lessons during this test to which God has graced me with over the last two and a half years. Now, one of the most important I learned was patience. See, the world is currently going through turmoil, the likes of which many of us were not prepared for by our schools or our governments or cultural upbringing. However, patience is key if we were to overcome the obstacles before us and simultaneously turn them into opportunities for unity, love, and peace. Now, if handled with patience and understanding, we can use these demoralizing and destabilizing crises to emerge a more evolved and stable and moral nation species. 
Another important lesson I've learned along the way is the power of peace and having an unshakable internal peace is by far the most powerful tool that we can have at our immediate disposal. For you see, power is not about the use of external force. Instead, power is derived from having an indomitable will. If we as individuals just really more and as a nation, as nations learn to use the power of peace to resolve our conflicts, our lives and the world will take a better shape better shape of a beautiful work of art molded by God's hand. Now, another lesson I learned I'd like to share is the strength one gains. So is this him right here? Or is this someone else? It is him, but I'm afraid to play it on Facebook. Okay. However, outrage and anger only cloud our judgment and prevent us from seeing the very real solutions that stare us in the face. See, forgiveness alone has the potential to clarify one's thinking, to unlock one's creativity, and to enable the individual to heal. Christ understood the power of forgiveness to free a person's soul, which I think is why he forgave those who nailing him to the cross. So in the spirit of Christ's example, I would like to use this official statement to make it extremely clear that I have no animosity or hatred toward the United States federal government. And I have forgiven my captors and pray for them because that is what Christ would do. Wow. That's powerful. Well said. Wow. That's really good. So Stuart Rhodes is getting 16 years in prison. Oh my gosh. He's the leader of the Oath Keepers. He did not come armed. And I think he came, I think he had weapons, but he didn't bring them to the Capitol grounds and he didn't go into the Capitol. But he had said afterwards, he had said, I wish we had brought our rifles with us to kind of show strength. Mm -hmm. And that in some chat messages, he wanted to um, stop this regime changeover, whether through Trump or through us. But U-Haul guy said he wanted to kill Biden and kidnap him. And, and he's Kamala. just getting a little bit of destruction of property. Yeah. Deal. Exactly. Um, so back to the, cause I'm, I'm going back to the comments here. The banning of porn, the states that have banned porn. Mm -hmm. Wicked Sykes makes a good point. I don't like that. Th I don't like the government to have power to ban anything. They will abuse that power. Yes, but pedophilia is illegal, mm -hmm. right? We, we ban there. So wait, let me ask her a question. How do you feel about banning the gender reassignments? Exactly. Of children. Right. So there are, it, here's the thing. Like this is a legit kind of conversation. What, how As you, libertarians, yeah. that, and we lean libertarians, but we are not. I'm a Republican, but I lean very, I lean more libertarian. Okay. As, as libertarians, most people want to just go, don't let the government have power to do anything right. because we're afraid that they will abuse that power. It's a very libertarian stance and I respect it. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with the so stance. Like, let me tell you why I don't hold that stance. Yeah. Because I believe that as our founding fathers did, they were responsible, well thought, well conversed human beings to be able to delineate and pray on the things that should be made illegal in the United States because they are destructive to society and against the word of God. All right. So, and very dangerous, I guess I should say porn for children should be as illegal as cigarettes for children as tattoos tattoos for children as alcohol for children there's a reason why as society we can make these kinds of sound-minded decisions now am i for making porn illegal for adults i actually am however that's not part of the conversation okay 
I would be, I definitely would be for that. I would be. Why? Because as we've been watching in our Kingdom Roundtable and then the- Well, there's a whole uh, website called Fight the New Drug. Yes, it's a drug. And porn is a drug. And the fact that like 80 to 90% of porn on Pornhub is um, produced because of sex trafficking, which is also illegal. And so when you have another person involved in this, right? so um, you can't really, how do you distinguish between, oh, these are consensual people? Pornhub leaves up pedophilia, mm -hmm. leaves up, and so these places that are mostly, and so when you look at it and you're like, well, prostitution should probably be illegal, sex trafficking, kidnapping somebody and making them have sex, that's illegal. So it is, it's a conversation to have, I think, um, that I have wrestled with some things. Um, I tell you what I've wrestled with, um, medicines. Mm. So there's a lot of pharmaceutical drugs that are akin to like heroin or cocaine. And what do we allow over the counter? Um, I am grateful for India for grabbing things. Um, I love what you're talking about with the antibiotics. Should they, they should we allow, be allowed to just grab some antibiotics? Yeah, and so, um, I do, I see what you're saying. The government could, if the government has the power to stop, I think the government has the power and should stop evil and the perpetuation of evil. And when you see like um, that something is damaging to somebody, like physically damaging, I think that we just haven't had a good enough conversation on the damaging effects of pornography as we do with the damaging effects of like a heroin or cocaine. Um, and I would, I would love to make a case for banning pornography and how it's not like your second amendment right how it's not like free speech um because it is harmful to the brain and most of it is sex trafficking victims but i think that that's a good conversation to have and a debate to have all right so because barry now joined the chat you're late today uh from across the pond there um, JP Morgan is one of the biggest banks in London. So this crisis is going to affect the UK. Also the 2008 crisis started in a U.S. bank as well. Um, then he says, I've even been growing loads of vegetables to save loads of cash because the prices of food in the UK in the last year have gone up 40%. Um, Let's see, again, bad for investments as happened in 2008 when the U.S. banks' investments created a world recession because of their bad investments. This is why the U.S. proxy war with Russia is happening in the Ukraine. The U.S. needs Trump back in Oval Office to sort this out. Um, that's what Barry says. Mike says, the problem that happens is that a weak government allowed the billionaires to take over. Um Dead Turtle says, Thomas Jefferson wanted revolution every 20 years. Patriot Gallery says, Republicans gave the Democrats the money to bribe votes by dropping all gold standards. The Republicans started unlimited printing of the paper fiat that dollar. That is true. And Stefan joins and says, good night and God bless everyone over there. So let me check a couple comments over here. I think I, I'm caught up on comments. I feel good. If on the shows that we don't get to do the comments, I kind of miss y'all. So I think that's it for the show. Is that everything? So this has been a great show. Don't forget to join us every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Kingdom Roundtable. But 
we also do a world news program every Sunday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we would go all around the world. I'm telling you, Resistance Chicks World News Program is the greatest conservative world news, world news program in existence right now today. So tell all your friends about it. Um, we did a couple of shows. Don't forget to check out everything that we've done all week. Patriot Gallery has a couple of blogs and vlogs up on the Rumble channel and everywhere else that you like to listen to Resistance Chicks. So check that out as well. Last but not least... My pillow is running some deals. Go check them out. Use promo code RC. Leah, you got your sandal there. You're going to show everybody. These sandals are absolutely phenomenal. You I have been wearing Matt mine all them. week. What are they? Glorified Crocs. But they're not. But this they're no, 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 no. This is a they're sandal not. to me. This is mine. A, like is a, flip, a is a is a Michelle's thong. is a really nice flip floppy flip flop mm -hmm. but um i don't like something between my toes so this is really comfortable like super comfortable and easily washed and it's probably going to get dirty going outside so i'm not going to show it to you again so they've got that new my pillow 2.0 that is supposed to be cooling they're still buy one get one free all right so what are they clearancing towels for 25 bucks six-piece towels it look at this guys let me that's show you that's free do you guys this. need some towels like mypillow.com forward slash rc but look at these deals the six-piece towel set is on clearance it's for gotta be a 25 it's gotta be some of the bucks. colors okay i love their towels more than i can tell you like i love their towels click on the you got to use the promo code with uh, promo those code. are added those are additional products so these are the colors so the white the green and the um Stone, the stone, stone and the gray and I the white. I want to get some of the white ones. We should. We should get some. I love the towels. Like, I literally can't get enough I would towels. rather have the gray ones because I know what I'm going to do to the white ones. I know that. Well, you're not allowed to have the gray ones. But go and use promo the code RC and you will get that deal. But also, another thing that's on super uber sale right now that you still have time to get and you should be getting. The all-season slippers are still 25 bucks. It's just they don't have the um, fuzzies inside. Go and get the all. They're normally 150 bucks, which honestly, they wait. Actually, the slide sandals are only 20 bucks. Go get the. I have the. Oh, they have pink ones. I would have bought pink ones if they had pink ones. When well, I you get two pairs them. for 20 bucks. They're 19.50 right now. Oh my gosh. So, so when we're making a purchase. You guys should too. You guys should too. So use promo code RC. Go to my pillow. Check out all the clearance stuff that they have going on. I'm gonna get. I. I Mom's getting a pair of these. She's will get her the pink ones, the purple ones, and you'll get a pink of pinks. Yeah. And you know what they can be used for? Pole sandals. That's Walking what they're going to be. The that's exactly so what they're going to be. So that means that Uncle Jack needs a pair. That means that the Kansas Cowboy needs a pair. Mm -hmm. That means you guys need a pair, even though you don't have a pole. Everybody's getting sandals. You getting sandals. Everybody's you getting sandals. Everybody getting sandals. All right, so there you go. Support Mike Lindell. I'm telling you what, especially with the election stuff that we've got going on. He and you, oh, speaking of supporting Mike Lindell, it, another way to support Mike Lindell is to go to Frank Social. If you're on Frank Social, you can support Resistance Chicks and the Lindell Wait, Legal we have Offense Fund. One more fund. thing. Wait, let me finish this. The Lindell Legal Offense Fund gets the percentage that like PayPal would be getting. Okay, so five bucks a month, support Resistance Chicks. Go to franksocial.com, find resistance chicks, click the sponsor thing, and then the Lindell Legal Offense Fund gets a portion of that. So that's really I cool. promise, Scott, we play this. We can't make it, but you guys need to, if you guys are on the West Coast, um, they're I'm having a Bards it. Fest in, in Yuba City. In Yuba City, California. 
And you guys need to check I this out. I love this promo. You know why I love this promo? Because it brings back so many memories of... We're in it. The original Bards Fest of, from it. 2021, which is just so good. It was awesome. It was phenomenal. So I'm really excited Come about Come on, this. West Coasters. Y'all can do this. bardsfest.com it's june 7th through the 10th in yuba city california guys just go just go go to bardsfest.com get your tickets and go you will not regret it i can guarantee you it will be life-changing what dates is it june 7th through the 10th three days i'm telling you if you need healing um if you need deliverance whatever it is that you need go if you need a touch from god you need a rejuvenation you need direction this is going to be a place where you're going to get those things. Go and ask God if he can make a way to go. Bardsfest.com. All right. I think that's it. You guys, we love you. God loves you. God bless. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory. If it's actually the truth, we'll see you on Sunday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our world news. Be there. Be square. Have a very blessed Memorial Day weekend. Bye, guys. Every day, so afraid. But you call my name, and I 